0: Everybody, it's the three o'clock hour here on Friday at Mutiny Radio. That means this is the Common Thread Collective. I'm Global Val, and I'm here with Diamond Dave, and we're not alone. Hi, Dave.
1: And here I be at city, in the city, on the planet, and in the street. And uh, in fact, it was uh, yesterday. I was at the Board of Supervisors. We've uh, okay. let's be at city, City College. And as you know, and as hopefully people out there know, Proposition W, which was to guarantee, which was to bring make City College free. So I went to the board. There, there, there. There's a, there's a since Trump, the budget is going through various problems, squeeze, and because the sales tax didn't didn't pass, is that right? But what did pass was the. Uh, what did did pass was the special tax on the richest among us, which is to give us a uh, a free city college. So I I testified, others testified, it was made clear to to in uh, front of the budget committee, uh, which and they voted to pass it on, to give it a thumbs up and pass it on, and that's where we're on are now. And I found out something which I didn't know saying uh, city college free uh, prop w they made some plans for it but it's contingent on a budget which is not going to be the budget i think they're going to have so there's going to be a struggle over this and some of the struggles uh, some of the struggle as usual is p- pitting the people against the people you know what i'm, I'm talking about uh. so anyway uh, it's passed on but one thing and uh, we will get to ubi in a minute but one thing while it's on my mind one thing that did come out: Free City College means those of us, or many of us, who are on a bog waiver. That's when your income is low enough, you get to go free. That's what I do. I'm a lifelong student. It turns out that under this plan, each and every person on the bog waiver will get a thousand dollars for books, equipment, and whatever. And that's what one thing which is part of W, part Prop, prop W, and uh, it's a to be continued. Meanwhile. So that's where we are at the moment with City College. At City, in the city, on the planet, in the street.
0: Well, thanks for the update on that, Dave. And yeah, we're going to try to get as much information in here as we can. I uh, mean, we had such a about. huge uh, buildup to the election, but we're, we're still kind of, uh, I think, decompressing perhaps a little bit. But we'll, we'll try to get into more of the recap of, of more, more of the things like, like you were just talking about.
1: Information from a revolutionary perspective. Free the people.
0: Take it away, Ubi. All right. Take it away, Ubi.
1: That's my perspective.
2: Try my best.
0: It was Ubi letting us know Everything's gonna be alright And right now we've got Bloodflower out in the studio there Take it away my friend flower does it again yeah. that was up that was upbeat I enjoyed that that was fun 20. that enjoy was it well last. <laughs> <laughs> we have we like? have and as long as uh this technology lasts, right. posterity will enjoy it as well we, we 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 hope um but uh well we will get that microphone back in here. thank you for that felt very kind of like old timey kind of like uh you know. I don't know, Barbary Coast days kind of stuff. Um, so Dave, do you have uh, some headphones on that you I need me to plug those in for you? Hey. I
1: believe we got a phone call to kick it off. It looks like uh Val Tony, right? Julian. Julian Julian Beck. Brooks. Julian Beck. You Julian Banks the
3: Living
0: Theater. Uh, Julian Medellin and Julie <laughs> We've got all sorts of folks around here. Um, we've got, yeah, Julian Brooks is with us in the studio. And then we also have Lucid, who's Lucid. calling in and he's on the phone. Lucid, welcome back.
4: Thank you. I'm uh, I'm glad to be calling in
1: again. Okay, I've hoping that you would. I think I've a message because I lost my phone with your number on it. And every week I'd say, maybe Lucid, but here you are. That's the past. This is this is, the, this is the present, and we're saying the past shakes hands with the future through the now. So we Lucid, we're going to start this. Uh, we're going to start this show with you now. The here and the here and now. The past shakes hands with the future through the now. And then Feather is going to call it five. So we're, uh, both of them from Standing Rock. So Lucid, what's, what do you see around you? What's it like? How's it going with you?
4: Well, right now I'm sitting up on the top of the hill as the sun's just gone down. Beautiful sunset here at uh, the Standing Rock, the Osheti Sakawin Camp. Uh, maybe seven, eight, 9,000 people uh, has been uh, estimated by different people. It was a big influx after Thanksgiving. Just oh my a goodness, tremendous man. number of people here, uh, teepees and tents, people from all over the world. Uh, a very large, beautifully orchestrated, well-put-together camp.
1: So this is, and you're making history and history and hipstery, of course, and the eyes of the world is, are, is on you. I know that you're aware of that. Hey, Lucid, let's start by, I saw the video you did. For, uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, I think, uh, 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 incredible, uh, just an incredible video, and you can, we can get it on, uh, it can be found at Lucid Lorax, is Lucid, that right?
4: The Lucid Lorax uh, YouTube channel.
1: YouTube channel. And this is a video of Thanksgiving. And people had built a bridge with their, their hands, I mean, to get across the river. This yeah, it was, was a, an tell incredible tell moment. Us.
4: Um, I'm guessing three, at least three, maybe 5,000 people from the camp went down to this uh, little place across the river that they called Turtle Island. Yes. It was almost completely surrounded by the Cannonball River. And on top of it is an ancient uh, burial ground that the people of Standing Rock had used. Um, and that was where the, the National Guard and the police had set up their uh, primary observation encampment to watch Standing Rock and to see if anybody's trying to uh, cross the Cannonball River to get over directly to the pipeline. And so they've been a uh, lot of activity up there on this burial ground that's been, um, you know, insulting in many different ways to the people that are here. So on Thanksgiving, there was this huge demonstration. Everybody marched down to the Cannonball River and to set the scene uh, the river snakes around this Turtle Island it almost completely surrounds it and looks from the bank of the Cannonball River looks straight up this steep slope to the top of this hill where all of these police and at the time uh, maybe a hundred riot police were up there National Guard and different things and um, to, to this incredible like war chant music uh, these uh, a, really sharp native youth brought out all the materials and instantaneously it seemed like built this uh maybe 50 60 70 foot long bridge and put it down across the river and we flooded maybe 1500 people got onto the shores of this turtle island um as a demonstration uh there was thoughts that maybe we would try to storm the actual hill and get up there um but in the end we flooded with maybe 1500 people on this island and another few thousand uh, just across the cannonball watching um us just below uh this line of 100 riot police and That's razor it. wire and their humvees um doing this demonstration going about uh, prayers the whole time and then everyone was silent basically the whole time up until this moment because there was these calls of remain prayerful remain peaceful and then uh, all at once, the kind of the gem of the moment is this one uh, Lakota leader um, called for a mic check. And everybody on both sides of the Cannonball River were repeating this mic check. And it basically said, we come in peace. We come in love. We ask you to get off of our ancient native burial ground. <laughs> and it was wow. incredible watching thousands of people repeating and yelling up to these police officers Just uh, clear as day, get off of our ancient native burial ground.
1: (laughs) And they were on top of the island itself, a whole line of them. And you had your camera in your hand, and it could be seen at Lucid Lorax. As, yeah, as, as you Lurax, put your uh, camera Luzard up your and you can see this whole line of cops of various sorts on top of the hill. Now, this is this the same place where the uh, where the, the, where the cold war were in, a, in a very cold night, you, you had the water cannons, you had all the bangs and bumps and all the stuff, and all, the, all of their anger and frustration and violence happened?
4: Yeah, so I, I showed up on that night, actually, on Sunday night, uh, two weeks ago, Sunday the 20th, and the, the video right before the one that you just mentioned on that channel, uh, living at Standing Rock, it uh, it shows the the aftermath of that night. And uh, people having been brought out uh, just in a continuous line, some 300 people were injured that night on the bridge doing a peaceful demonstration against a, a National Guard barricade blocking the only road going north up to Bismarck. And they had fired water cannons and tear gas rubber bullets, pepper spray uh, for several hours into the night in uh, sub-freezing weather uh, at these people, and uh, I I show that in the video just before people coming through, being loaded into uh, ambulances. One lady had her arm blown apart by a black that? It was a a, a pretty intense scene, and that is right next to maybe a quarter mile away from where the uh, Turtle Mountain demonstration was. Oh my goodness, the
1: was Lucid, I'm so glad that you're there, and uh, please uh, stay in touch. And uh, tell tell us more. You've come back. And uh, the weather is down in the 20s now and blue and it's going to be getting colder, is that right? Yeah, it just
4: uh it just started getting colder on uh, Monday. Uh by Sunday it was still just a light rain, but on Monday it's uh, just a blizzard, crazy sideways snow. Oh, oh my god. Uh, it's getting colder and colder. I had come up here originally uh, 2 weeks ago uh uh to bring seven teepees. I donated the the teepee's from the Shining Light Kitchen to Standing Rock. So I, I brought them up a thousand miles. Flew down from Alaska. There was a fundraiser in Alaska, and flew down and drove a thousand miles up here to uh, bring these teepees here. I raised about half of the money that it took uh, to to assemble and bring these teepees up, but I have them all set up. Uh, some of them are right in the center at the Two Spirits camp, and others are set around to add for shelter to help people get through this kind of cold snap.
1: Stay warm. So how, how, how do people do that? Uh, the, you, can have, you can have fires in the kitchen, and there's teepees, is that right? You have, a, you have fires in the teepee, people sit around the fire in the teepees, and you have the yurts, are uh, the yurts warmer?
4: How is yeah, the yurts are quite warm. They're donated by uh, some people from Mongolia. Uh, And there is public space for anybody that shows up here and is unable to uh, handle the winter conditions. There's quite a lot of clothing for anybody that needs extra clothing, and there's community spaces, yurts and giant army tents and teepees. So there's no shortage of space to put uh, extra people because there's a continuous call for more people to come and uh, participate and experience and contribute to this uh, once-in-a-lifetime situation that's happening here at Standing Rockets. It's an incredible further demonstration of the unification of the human consciousness as we come together to perceive and remedy these uh, global maladies that are really affecting all of us. But we're taking this singular focus of directing our action towards um, this absurd use of fossil fuel and people who are coming from all over the world to participate. So there's a continuous call for more people to come and share in that action.
1: And there's a balance. Here here we are now in the, the, the days of Trump. Hey, what's that going to mean? Oh, my goodness. The days of Trump. But in the midst well, of that, there's a dialectical opposite the bottom of, the, of, of what you're doing at Standing Rock, of that camp there of people of all over the world assembling in peace and love and coming together and trying to make things happen and make a change. Am I right?
4: Absolutely. There's always been corruption and... Um Deceit within the government. There's always been the war machine operating to destroy the environment. But for the first time in the history of the human species, we're starting to unify. And as a global consciousness, we're starting to work together uh, to create these massive aid organizations and protest movements and protection ideas to be able to help remedy some of these problems that have been there the whole time. So Trump is just another aspect of this continuing corruption at the very top. But Standing Rock is a completely new development showing how solidified and unified the common people are becoming in their perception of what's happening and their desire to be beneficial and uh, create a, a civilization that acts symbiotically with the environment rather than parasitically upon it.
0: And and something that, I mean, talk about being in- inclusive and kind of an interesting twist. Uh, talk about the veterans who are showing up.
4: So uh, at first I heard 500 veterans were showing up, and then it was 1,000. And I just talked to the reporter from CNN. uh, The mainstream media finally showed up also. There's a CNN truck with a huge satellite dish here. Oh, they're finally uh, actually there. Incidentally, she said that two weeks ago um, they couldn't get five minutes of it onto the air, but now every time she sends in a story, the newsroom is saying, do another one, just send another story, we need more on Standing Rock because the... the social media is outpacing the mainstream media and their views of things like Standing Rock. So they have a huge demand for it. But she was saying that 2,500 veterans are uh, slated to show up here in the coming next two or three days. It's going to be a massive influx. There was already quite a few here. There was a demonstration that happened on the bridge today because the reports that the, uh, the, the riot police that have been stationed on those bridges are uh, saying that it's ex- they're, they're getting extremely cold standing there continuously. So there was a goodwill offering of people from Sacred Stone that brought them warm blankets and warm soup and hand warmers, uh, kind of as a a peace gesture. But during that operation, there was maybe a couple of hundred veterans uh, stationed there. But I imagine in the coming days as 2,500 veterans show up from around the country um, as a show that in the same way that several police officers have already resigned from the force after having been told that they need to shoot civilians protecting their water with rubber bullets and flashbang grenades, in that same kind of way, these veterans are showing up to show to say that the the actions of these individual isolated sheriffs groups and uh, these people within the National Guard does not speak for the the country as a whole, um, and that they they're not represented by those people uh, committing these kind of ha- heinous actions against the civilians standing up for their water rights. So it's it's uh, another just great development to see that 2,500 veterans have uh, made their way here from across the country. And since this is making it into the mainstream media now, I I predict with the uh, winter holiday uh, that there will be another tremendous influx of people. We had maybe 5,000 extra people show up for Thanksgiving holiday. So for the Christmas a wow. uh, month, uh, I expect this place to double in size. Oh, Lucid.
1: Wow. It's so amazing. That's incredible. You know what I'm thinking? Of course, as you know, Lucid, I go all the way back. I'm 79. So it takes me back to what it was like in the struggle in the 60s. And what, I just, what just came to my mind was Malcolm X saying, by any means necessary and back then people were thinking of armed struggle people were, were thinking about armed struggle the panthers were standing out uh, were we were coming out this is 50 years ago by any means necessary said malcolm x but now we're still saying by any means necessary but uh, but the, that means doesn't have to be
4: with a gun in hand it can be with love in hand isn't that right yeah that's a really great point that uh, we are, we're trying like dramatically new things to try to compact some of these global maladies and uh there's it's an absolutely peaceful movement and it's uh it's incredible the the extent to which um people are remaining prayerful and peaceful the entire time during um during these confrontations with the police, there's, uh, even with 3,000 people on the bank during Thanksgiving, there was, no one was yelling, um, heckling or uh, any kind of even like animosity towards the police. It was just this really like solemn, um, prayerful, focused kind of vigilance of realizing that there's just a bunch of paid people surrounding us that are trying to do their jobs uh, by, from the government and that they don't know any better but that we're going to remain absolutely peaceful and absolutely prayerful. But this tactic of showing up with what is now uh, easily 10,000 people to say that oh we want an end to the burning of fossil fuels, that we do not want to destroy the entire planet just for the profit of a few billionaires. And we're doing it so, um, so directly. It's, a, it's a, a new development. As far as I can see, there hasn't been uh, a protest movement, a protection movement quite like this before.
1: Well, the civil rights movement in the South, of course, Martin Luther King, a lot of the tactics that they, uh, the the sit-ins, the freedom rides and so on, a lot of those tactics that they began to uh, experiment with and to use then is coming up, but in a different way now because also because people are living together, people are getting to know one another, so in a way we can compare it in some ways with the civil rights movement in the South. I was there. In 1963 in Washington, D.C. looking at the Lincoln Memorial and hearing Martin Luther King say I have a dream. And I think the dream of Martin Luther King, just like Malcolm X at times said a few years by any means necessary, uh, Martin Luther King was to have a dream and it sounds like that dream is, being, is, is coming out there right there where you are in uh, Standing Rock and maybe, just maybe, if we're up for it, we're open to it, we definitely want to be a voice of it. It's going to spread around the country and around the planet.
4: Yes, yeah, it is. I I agree with what you're saying. It is an absolute extension of the civil rights movement and the same nonviolent tactics are being used and we've learned quite a bit even since Occupy in our, uh, our method of going about peacefully assembling here for on this encampment that has now been here for six months and uh, the general awareness of people is just impressive the the understanding that people have of the issues and the details and the situation and our interconnectedness that's happening through not only social medias but by programs like your own the interconnectedness that we have now is uh, just unbelievable Thank and you. Uh, i i have uh, high hopes for our ability to be able to not only stop this particular pipeline but to uh, have similar actions like this in the future um, confront and take on some of the largest environmental catastrophes and uh, the,
1: the, the, the is my sister Kirsten who was murdered in, who, the, the, murdered in New Orleans she has a thing called uh, collective autonomy was her uh, it was a kind of anarchy, but a peaceful love, loving kind of anarchy collective autonomy and she's the one well I think of who said the words I've said the words that are reverting in my head now we're all in this together.
4: Absolutely. That's definitely a theme here is that even though this pipeline is coming by the Standing Rock and there's a lot of people, uh, native people from this area that are um, directly affected by the production of this pipeline, we're all realizing that the composition of the atmosphere, that the superheating of the atmosphere is affecting everyone in the world more or less simultaneously, though not equally. It's affecting everyone simultaneously and that People are coming here from all corners of the country and all corners of the world because this is a, a point, though, though it's only one pipeline, it's a point of our uh, focusing, of our our consciousness to be able to take on these global issues that are affecting all of us, even though they're being perpetrated by individual corporations in specific locations. We're coming together to take those on as a larger idea. And uh, it's, it's a wonderful thing to see. I. Uh, they say some three hundred native nations are represented here um... just about every country i've seen people from africa from asia uh... It's, it's uh... unlike anything i've really heard of uh... six months of an encampment here with a singular focus of of stopping our dependency on fossil fuels of of the respect for the indigenous rights it's um... an incredible thing to be a part of and i, I encourage anyone who can, even for a weekend, come by and participate and see and experience and talk to the people that have been here. Um, It's it's well worth anyone's time.
1: Whence they come, they're going to come back and come back, and have a very different spirit. And it will spread. It will spread. It will spread to wherever, the, to all the places they have come from, the, to bring that to any means necessary. And we're talking about peace, love, and understanding. Well, in all the different places where they live, where they have come from, to bring that message home because it can work anywhere. Am I right? Let's get-
5: Silent wonder, longing and fear. Joe, I'm waiting feels good. Balancing on mine. I will kiss you as the sun comes up the final time. I. Oh, yeah. Ladies calling I am falling I am falling Every time I hear the dark
0: to the Common Thread Collective here mutinyradio.fm there's a little music from Stephanie Keys and then I switched over and there's some music from a group called Hazy Loper um, from uh, the album Ghosts of B- Barbary, of course the Barbary Coast here, San Francisco um, so well, we've, I believe out in the studio we well I see, I see a performer up there at the microphones and uh <laughs> I'm wondering who this fellow is hello welcome to the show so hey Val
1: yeah, my Dave. brother Chris Carlson is here but, uh, but before he comes on uh, a few days ago some days ago I'm walking out of BART on 24th street well, I'm going on the stairs in the escalator and I hear some amazing guitar playing ahead I mean, this guy can play the guitar I thought And as I came up off the elevator and I got closer, I hear him, he was singing the old Beatles song, Here Comes the Sun. And we got to talking. His name's Ferdinand. Hey, Ferdinand. Hi, hello. Uh, Welcome. And I said, why don't you come down to the Common Thread Collective today? And he played me a Dylan, uh, he also played me a Dylan cover. That was amazing! I said, "Wow, this guy can play the guitar. This guy's got the spirit, all the way from Spain, from Andalusia. Amazing!" From Valencia. So anyway, here's Ferdinand. From Ferdinand. Valencia. Welcome. From Valencia. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's stop talking about it and start doing it. Let's give it a song, will you, brother?
6: Okay, man. They say everything can be replaced. Let's say every distance is not near So I remember every face Of every man that put me here I see my light come shining From the west and to the east Any day now Well, any day now I shall be released They say every man needs protection They say that every man must fall Yet I swear I see my reflection Somewhere so high above this world I see my light come shining From the west and to the east any day now any day any day now I shall be. Next to me in this lonely crowd, there's a man in the he's not to blame. All oh, day long, I hit him so loud, crying out that he's been framed. I see my light shining from the west and to the east any day, any day, any day now I shall be released I see my light come shining From the west end to the east Any day now Oh, any day, baby I shall be
1: That'd be Ferdinand. All right.
6: Thank
1: Ferdinand, you caught you it.
0: That was lovely. Thank you.
1: Wonder why Bob Dylan won great. the Nobel Prize. That's a good reason right there. And uh, Ferdinand, uh, I want you to do a couple more songs. Welcome. Welcome. Glad to have you around. You can be part of our collective. We do this every week. Three to six each and every week. Here you be. And now sitting beside me, Chris Carlson. Val. Chris and he can add to it too well let me start with this uh, start with the, the here in the now or the last week when uh, when I heard uh, about Trump's I guess surprise victory it seemed then but now it wasn't that much of a surprise now we begin to see what the West of the, what a lot of the United States the red states are about I thought who would it be I'd like to talk about where we go from here and what it's about and who came into my mind but Chris Carlson so welcome Chris Thanks, Dave. Nice to be here. Now, Chris and Carlson Hi, and I Hi. go back to
7: 1990-what? Six? Uh, well, we've known each other since the early 90s, I'm sure. Early um, 90s. Seems hey. like just yesterday.
1: It's, that's the aging process. I just turned <laughs> 79. Oh, my goodness. How time flies. But he was, uh, uh first, he was working doing, uh, doing uh, old print stuff downstairs. I was working upstairs down on down Market Street. And I got to start to because he was one of the editors of uh, putting out a magazine uh, not forgotten by all, but uh, but certainly an historical document called Process World. Have you heard of a Process World? Process World. When I first heard about it, and the had fo- began to fo- uh, meet some of the folks around it, was put out. Uh, let me know, tell me if I got this right, Chris. Was put out by uh, people temp workers. Who had a kind of an anarchist spirit and working within the machine, the belly of the beast, had a desire to tell the real
7: story. Of what goes on? Is that right? Yeah, that's a good summary. I mean, it was a group of people that came together who were all working downtown in various capacities. Some temps, some were secretaries, tech writers, all sorts of different people. And we'd look around at each other on the job and realize, like, "Hey, wait a minute, what are you doing here? I don't know. What am I doing here? Why are we here? Well, I'm not really here. I'm just here for a little while." To make the money i need to pay the stupid rent i gotta pay and you know eat but if i didn't have to do that i wouldn't be here i would be a poet or i'd be a historian or i'd be a dancer or a philosopher and so this bifurcated life between doing what really matters to us, it makes us feel fully engaged in the world and in like human beings, like doing underground radio shows for free or uh, on the other side of it is doing stupid work. Most of the work done in our society is a complete waste of time and it should stop tomorrow from banking, insurance, real estate, advertising, military production, the production of shoddy goods that break in six months instead of lasting for 75 years. It's just like, what are we wasting our time doing all this work for? And yet. It's the imperative that everybody faces because each of of us as individuals are coerced into the money system and must obey. And if we don't obey, we get to, to starve.
1: And if we look back at it, life was a lot easier. Rent was cheaper, a lot of the folks we're talking about, the process world folks, probably been forced out of town by the gentrification of the city, don't you
7: think? A great number of them are gone today. Yeah, I've been, you know, I'm, as you have too, we've been here so long that I, was, I got here in 1978 and my rent up in the Haight-Ashbury was $125 a month. I got here in 57. Yeah. So <laughs> that better. was when I was born, so I couldn't okay, quite get here, well, here that early. <laughs> Young fellow. But, yeah.
0: but you look at even just, even uh, when we look at like meaningful work, like, you know, public school teachers who are, you know, getting paid salaries but still are having uh, trouble affording to live in the city in which they teach and absolutely. serve the public.
7: Yeah, absolutely. And you can do the same thing with nurses and do- even doctors to some extent. I mean, there's people doing real work. Who are, it's meaningful work, but even in their jobs, a lot of the work they have to do is stupid bureaucratic oh, stuff yeah. that shouldn't have to have to happen. And it's all about taking care of property, taking care of money, taking care of the sort of the logic that capitalism imposes on all so of us every about day. Living free.
1: Mm-hmm. And we just had it's uh, everything falls into place. The theme emerges on the show, doesn't it? Certainly. We just had our brother said from Standing Rock, who's telling about this community which is rising there in the in the wind and the snow now of the North Dakota wind and the snow at Standing Rock reservation, which how many people do you say? 7,000 people are there now?
0: Yeah, there's yeah, there's in? been kind of an, an influx. Like some people go there on weekends when they can, as we were saying, you can't do it all day, right? right. Um, but then that there was a big influx of people right after Thanksgiving as well. So yeah, it's, it's the camp is up there. And this is big. I mean, we took last Friday off, but the Friday before that, when we were talking to Feather, who's going to be calling in at five o'clock um, out there at Standing Rock, uh, she said that there was a, about, uh, about two to 3,000 people, you know, kind of who would come and go um, at any given time. But now, I, w- I mean, I was listening to um, the Project Censored show today, and they had a-, a couple people who just got back, and that number is uh, much higher 7, 8, 9,000 people. And I think that's we just in a couple about, weeks growing by, you know, exponentially.
1: And we're talking about, too, there are several thousand at least who are there permanently, who are there and plan to stay uh, in teepees, in yurts. Uh, there's this. Uh, the Mongolians sent all these yurts. Mm. So yurts is. Uh, with, I guess the Mongolian weather is probably not that different. The climate is not that different from North Dakota.
7: Yeah, I reckon it's quite similar. And
1: Cold, sweeping so plains. Meant to be warm. Yeah. I think teepees. Well, the teepees were up there in the, up there too back in the day, but they're back. And so we have this fantastic village that has gone up which is doing all the opposite kind of things that you're talking about. He's talking about people coming together, people practicing love, people cooking and sharing food, people building uh, p- p- structures, beginning with a prayer, not to prayer to the, some God above, but to the great spirit, which is a different thing, to the spirit within and without, mm-hmm.
7: each and every day. And, uh, and no money. It's all done without money. There, there's this whole operation going on there. and Everybody that's participating in all those camps, there's several of them actually, and it's a spirit of sharing and cooperation. It doesn't require funds. I mean, obviously, people who donate money that helps them have the material resources Ooh, that they need
3: from, it's the, a they gathering. from the things
7: outside. But yeah, there's something quite interesting going on there for sure. And a
1: gathering, and all these native people, and the people. You know, I still go every year to the Rainbow Gathering, which is based on these principles. Mm-hmm. And people like Feather will be calling into a Rainbow Sisters Brothers, mm-hmm. who have been doing a lot of the work at Lucid. With the Shining Light to the kitchen. He just brought eight teepees, which are the teepees which he had at the gathering in the Green Mountains, of Vermont. He's there. So he's coming together. You got it, sharing. Now, what I've, uh, now to good, now to, hey, it's so good to have you here, brother. I can't believe it. But to, uh, but I am, we're talking. Hey, uh, Chris Carlson, as I said, I thought of you as soon as it began to that, uh, what are we going to do with Trump? This is something which we haven't experienced before. This is a, a character apparently some kind of maniac psychopath whatever it is we don't know a man who's an octopus whose tentacles go around the world yeah we haven't had a president we haven't had a president who had we had reagan we had bush but they were give
7: us your take on it brother Well, I think it's easy to be in a panic. Obviously, there's lots of reasons to be depressed and feel discouraged about the way things are going to go because these guys have complete control over every branch of government on the federal level. So they're going to exercise their power quickly. They're going to come at us with uh, all guns blazing for the first hundred days and just put everybody on their back heel as fast as they can. They have a very sophisticated group of ultra reactionary powerful people who are this is their chance this is their last chance they're going to try to redo the entire legal apparatus to facilitate further concentration of wealth the permanent maintenance of their power all the things that we you know can easily prognosticate and so the problem from a sort of social opposition point of view is how do you keep your morale up and how do you stand figure out how to be in it for the long haul because what we're up against Is a fairly started as a very tiny and very marginal group of people who started organizing of course they had money that's the big difference but they started organizing 40 50 years ago and this is their culmination of a 40 50 year plan and they've had you know a few episodes in between where they gained power and things started going their way for a short time but you know generally they implode I mean we could be quite sure this this regime like every other one before it will not remain coherent and be able to maintain a harmony amongst its many factions. They're all gonna beat each other's throats in a very short time. Okay. But the ultimate thing is it's a kleptocratic feast. The people who are running the show are all in it for themselves and they're gonna grab as much as they can and they've already been doing that for quite a while. And of course that is now directly at, at the expense of the earth and at the expense of everybody who lives here that's not snuffling at the trough as they are. So. You know, the, the tendency that we unfortunately have in our culture, our, our, our radical subcultures and political movements, is to be in a panic and to be activist for its own sake. So there's a sort of sickness that sometimes people have referred to as activistism, <laughs> where you, you run and you run and you run like like a monkey in the wheel. In response to the latest crisis, or you know, like a good example, just the other day, you know, Trump throws this thing out on the Twitter about burning flags. Well, as far as I know, I know he's been burning flags lately. But even if they did, so what? It's a, it's a nothing event, and it's a nothing cause, and there's nothing to get worked up about.
0: Right, and it's but, protected by. Uh, <laughs> the Supreme Court right, ruling. Exactly. And
7: Right-wing Supreme Courts have said, this is fine, you can do this. You right, know, it's it's your, free it's speech. Your, uh, of course, that's part of what they'll try to pass laws to overcome now. And that all get tied up in court for years to come to, to adjudicate it. So this is the the near future of that side of things. Well, the one thing it makes. We we can't. Re- My point is just that we can't be reactive. Like this has been the problem of the left for a long time. Is like we spend all of our time not thinking ahead. We live in a state of permanent ad hocracy where we just put together what we need to put together in the moment. And there's something beautiful about that. It's a, it's spontaneous. It's anarchic. It's horizontalist. All those good things. But it has put us into a very weak position socially, where we don't have any institutions of continuity. There's no more Communist Party around with buildings and printing presses and you know, all the things that we need. There are other institutions, but none of them are quite as committed to an alternative uh, organization of life, not based on you know the logic of the economy, the logic of buying and selling. Nobody's really articulated that for generations. So it's a slow process and it's painful to realize how slow it'll be, but we just definitely have to start small and build up and have a grassroots movement that has a different way of life in mind. And frankly, the good news is there are literally tens of thousands of people across the United States and across the world who are already engaged in really interesting projects of, of personal and social liberation, whether it's little radio stations like this or community gardens, or bicycle bicycle kitchens, or a variety of internet projects. There's a whole lot of things people do that are outside of the logic of money, that are outside of the logic of, of wage labor and buying and selling human time and creativity, that are actually addressing the crisis that we face, the ecological crisis, the crisis of social anomie and pointlessness, sure, uh, sure. the crisis of a living in a military empire, etc and you know we we do have to you know sort of keep nurturing those things because they're going to come under sharp attack here in the near future so taking care of our what institutions we have and what kind of continuity we have and building on that knowing that this other way of life is it's, it's birthing itself it's already present and standing rock's a good example of that catching fire and being really present for a lot of people but The bigger picture is that it's gonna take a a generation probably for us to actually get a large majority of the population to recognize that we have to completely change how we produce ourselves, how we make life together every day. Make life together. That's what it's about. It has nothing to do with money, it has nothing to do with who owns things. It's about making life and doing it in harmony with natural systems and the earth. And we presently barely have the conversation, let alone do anything about it. Yeah,
1: it's it's about people not talking to one Mm -hmm. another. People like Abbott City College, that's where I uh, place to spend my day, and I'm involved in this, that, and the other, and I, and I watch the students come by, and there's a lot of them, do not only do they not have a clue, they don't have a clue about having
7: a clue,
0: hmm. yeah.
7: but here they, we they are. They don't
0: now. know how much they don't know?
7: That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, but what I'm seeing... It's a common experience. I am up at USF teaching and, and students in graduate programs even are often remarkably clueless. Isn't that with this time? And as this time in which we What do you
0: what do you teach there?
7: Uh, urban Affairs, it's actually a capstone class for people doing a master's in urban affairs. And the problem is that people are, you know, the educational system has taught people to be uh, uninformed and uncritical. Is it going to be on the final, they say? Exactly. Yeah. 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 What, what, do I, what do I need to do to get a better grade? Right, the what, what
0: argument do I need to make brother? in this paper right. to, for you to accept it?
1: My yeah, final, I'm exactly. 79 now, so my final, most of my life's behind me. But I plan to spend, bring all of that stuff. I was thinking, with your Shaping San Francisco, and one of the things I think you you speak about
7: is the Wobblies, the IWW, do you not? There's not too much about Wobblies because the Wobbly history in San Francisco is quite limited. Well, I, mean, well,
1: well, well, well I, was, I wanted to bring up what is the first line or so of the Wobbly IWW Constitution. The industrial workers of the world is we're about building the new society in the shell of the old. Right. That's the Wobblies. Yeah, that's, and that's when, I believe that's what you're speaking of. Yeah. And what we realize is not a, what they may not have is they're riding freight trains around a bunch of white guys, a few black guys, riding freight trains around which is what the Wobblies are based. Is that it's also building, returning a very, very old society. That they saw the teepees, Maybe they saw the people. There was, but they never made that connection so much back then. I don't remember reading any Wobbly in which they talked about Native American. But we know about it now. There's
7: very little in the radical movements of the early 20th century that were not committed to modernism and the modernism that we've all come to reject. And that's, it's uh, we're talking about high rises and freeways and the whole. And then, the, and also that, uh,
1: that brand uh, that brand of politics, Marxist-Leninism, many times Marxist-Leninism, Trotskyism. and other, of these groups that could claim to be the vanguard that were Lead, to lead us to the promised land that want to oppress us in their own way mm-hmm. and what you're talking about is something which has nothing to do with that really but it's about building, this is what Kirsten Bayard, do you remember Kirsten who was killed in uh, New Orleans when she was visiting various collectives oh, yeah. and remember her thing was called uh, I don't know, hopefully, or I don't know if you have that in Shaping San Francisco, if you don't know you should her article, her article Faith, that was a, her master's degree at a new college, uh, was called, uh, what she came with the words, collective autonomy. Mm. And it was simply this, find one another, start a collective, and then reach out. And then we have the social media right here where we can reach out all
7: over the world instantly. Yeah, well, there's a, that's the kind of projects that I think people are, are often involved in because they just want to be free. They want to have another life that's not limited to the problems of wage labor. So we're all looking for ways to get free in our immediate lives in order to make life better today. Like why wait? You know, we want to we're not here on the planet very long as Dave's well aware and uh we need to basically find a way to enjoy our lives in the here and now. We can't wait till Trump's gone to get on with enjoying life.
0: Right. But, and that that's such a good point too because I feel like you know, if, if, if people are involved or paying attention, they want to, uh, you know, th- that so much hinges on this political system or economic system, of course, you know, there's even more so, but, um, yeah, finding, finding those ways to just, you know, not let that fear, uh, you know, overcome you and not let it hinder you, but also, you know, and in, inspire you to, to, to keep working towards, uh, what you, what you're invested in, in that, in that realm, you know, what, politically or economically or otherwise, but then also in your own art. Right. Um, I, I, have, I have a friend, um, she, she's a poet, Ingrid Keir, uh, in the East Bay. Um, she's a, a single mother. And she was just talking about how she is uh, she's trying to write a novel a month. And I was thinking to myself, how on earth would you find time to write a novel a month, 50,000 words, you know, and, 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 but it's those kinds of people and those kinds of stories that can inspire others to say, oh yeah, I guess I can get off my ass and do something that I want to do instead of sit here and mope about what's going on. That's, I have the, you know, loose attachments to in my mind.
7: A lot of it's about the emotional state you bring to something because people sort of on the left have a long history of thinking that it's about two major things, anger and sacrifice mm. and those are both in my mind extremely negative places to start anything sure and that the place you want to go to in my opinion is a place of enjoyment so yeah, we have this group we, we have this group we named sort of jokingly a long time ago the committee for full enjoyment not full employment <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's part of the point is that if you're going to do radical politics especially which is essentially a marginal activity in this world you better enjoy yourself it's you, about
1: you, finding one
7: another too you, you may not win so you have to have an idea that I'm enjoying it right now because the people that I'm with finding following point finding each other you create real relationships with people that have actual staying power
1: and And look at this we've got many people here want to speak it's about finding one another and uh, Val and I have been doing this for years now, haven't we?
0: Yeah, several years. We support one
1: another. We support one another. We speak totally freely, and we're heard around the planet on the internet, and we're being downloaded uh, hundreds of times, aren't we?
0: Yeah, we do average about seven thousand monthly downloads. It kind of goes up and down. Um, That's good. Yeah, like but uh, San But what's what's cool about Mutiny Radio is that it is this free speech internet platform, and like anybody can come. Like we have open spaces. If somebody wants to come and get trained and have a show, they can. Um, I mean, we're lucky enough to be here in San Francisco, and this is what's happening here. Um, It's kind of a, you know, San Francisco type of activity, legacy of sorts. But, um, you know, we're, we're, we're not, it's not that, I mean, like you were saying, it's happening in many, many places, you know, around the country, around the world, um, but it may just be on that that small scale or that underground scale that uh, you know. I mean, that's the-
7: actually one of the interesting problems that we face. Like it's, it's we've all started these projects over and over again. Some of us have been around long enough to do it many times, like maybe three times over many generations already. And things don't scale up well. Like, we're very good at the small projects, and we're not very good at thinking about, well, what's an anarchist electrical system look like? Or what does an anarchist reorganization of water look like? Or doesn't have to be anarchist, just, you know, a free association of human beings to make it differently. How do we produce life on a different basis? Right. And we're just, our imaginations are stunted because yeah. of so many years of not having adequate experiences with thinking Complexly and in, in big scales, like the typical small is beautiful. The, anar- an, the anarchist answer to complex system is get rid of it and just make it all small and local. That's not an answer for urban life. It's not. Well,
1: now we have a social media where we can connect. I told you about collective autonomy where we get together as well, like we do every, each and every month, with, uh, with uh, blood flower here, and people coming regularly, and other people coming for the first time and try to stick around, decide to stay around, and have this free atmosphere. And we are using this media, we are heard throughout the planet, the internet. She said 7,000 downloads a month, people are listening to it, and maybe taking up these ideas wherever they happen to be. So I think what we're doing here is pretty important. And uh, uh, particularly, and also the other things we're doing, getting together, I've taken as my project, as uh, a project making a city college a sanctuary college.
0: And, yeah, and uh,
1: I spoke in front of the AS, the uh, Institute, because the first thing I think is Trump's read, to show their, 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 their strength, to show their evilness. that Trump might. is going to do is to start, this of, uh, this, start deporting. The party said he's going to get rid of the Dream Act, uh, which is kids. A lot of students are saying between four and six hundred, maybe more students at City College are undocumented.
0: Right, people who are uh, students who were brought here as children by their parents weren't born here, but were brought here, have grown up here, and um, you know, but are you know without the the proper documentation that is required and all those things. But that yeah, and and, but right there, Dave is a great example. Like you're saying, to keep City College. San Francisco sanctuary campus, but that is a national movement as well. I found that They've- out
1: after doing I spoke in front of, uh, for, uh, Wednesday I spoke in front of the uh, Associated Student Council of, uh, of City College, a body in which I sat for quite a few, too many years, and uh, so I know the ins and how and who they are. I spoke about it and put that out there, City College, is Sanctuary College, and then... Uh, uh, there should be a sanctuary college and then the, as the union tells me they're working on it other people are working on it other colleges this is a movement of the students everywhere so decide what sanctuary means if you don't know a sanctuary means that the ICE the uh, immigrants are not well immigration service the deporters are not welcome there they're not welcome to any of the records they're not welcome to come in just that San Francisco and many other cities are becoming San Francisco to become a sanctuary city for some time
0: but yes, and I believe
1: been. that uh, I believe. What do you think? Uh, uh, Chris, that one of the first things that, that uh, he talks about, deporting the five, first 11,000, then it was five, now it's, uh, now it's people with a criminal record. Well, I have a criminal record. I might be documented, but I have a criminal record, as so many people do, for demonstrating, for marijuana, for the good herb, whatever. They can find a criminal record for me. And so he can find the criminal record for a lot of thousands of people who happen to be undocumented, and they can begin their, their, their open plan of deporting people of dragging him out the private prisons have gone up 30 points did you see that since yep. trump was elected yep. 30 prisons and these private prisons are the ones that are going to gain people are sitting in prisons obama uh, obama the good guy under his over a hundred thousand people have been tortured. I have been have been uh, deported. Many are sitting in private prisons. Many are deported. That's over a hundred thousand last year.
0: Yeah, that so, was a huge raid right after right after Christmas last year. Actually, it was a big ICE raid um, around the country where they went knocking on doors and and use, yeah, taking people away, uh, tricking people into letting them in. Um, it was uh, it was a pretty ugly situation. I did a sh- I did a show on it last early last year or early this year on Women's Magazine all about it
1: and if people had uh, objected and and, and as I said they have they're going back to places at which they could be killed what's that called any of that Uh, they're sitting in private prisons without uh, now there's a movement to let them after a certain point to set bond if they can get it so they can walk out maybe with a wire around their neck or something around their leg or something
0: but apparently there's a Supreme Court case that's being heard right now about a a refugee someone who came to the country and was in a detention facility for three years that's right um, and And then um, and so there's that that case is actually being heard, I believe, right now. So there's a lot kind of hinging on what the outcome of that is, Um, because like like you were saying, Chris, uh, and like a lot of us are saying is a lot of the things that Trump says he wants to do. He's not actually going to be able to do. And, uh, you know, the maddening factor is he keeps saying them and, and and people get all get, you know, their shackles go up because they know it's not true or they don't or they don't believe it's a good idea. Um, but, you know, if, if we can kind of... <laughs> that's, that's why this is a particularly challenging uh you know situation, <laughs> because it's just kind of like a big, uh, you know, a big a big show right in front of what everybody sees right through. Um, so it's kind of kind of All going to come
7: down a lot to it. A lot of it comes down to solidarity. You know, if there's Doing high levels of solidarity and then non-compliance and being being together. in solidarity and non-compliance with with you know either ICE or whoever uh, which jackbooted thugs they send over to San Francisco. guys. Series.
1: That's the one. Right. Doing probably. more together than we can do on our own.
7: Yeah.
1: And I think this. The fact that we're on every Friday, 3 to 6, and, uh, and keep our, our, ear ground, and our, eye, our ear to the ground, and our eye to the ground, and our tr- eye on the, the prize. Ear to the ground, eye on the prize. How's that? Fuck like, yeah, ear to the ground, and eye on the prize, and putting out and bringing people like you here, down here to talk freely and uh, which is what we're about but i'm uh, but uh, okay a uh, making city college that's my project a sanctuary school and san francisco is a sanctuary and uh, the undocumented and the documented coming together and if they if they come here because I, I believe well i may be sure that trump's first thing is going to be publicly starting deporting people to show his strength to show the jack boots and that's what might be the
7: beginning what do you think we don't know. We just don't know. Well, let's try to I, I think you're going to see a huge agenda that puts everybody in their their silos of activism on their heels. And so the idea that you're going to get a lot of solidarity from other people and other movements is going to be hard because everybody's going to feel like, wait a minute, we've just been attacked. Come mm-hmm. and help us. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's going to be in the same boat. So how are we going to stop all that all at once? That's the interesting thing. They came for the dilemma. Jews. I wasn't a Jew. Yeah, that's a, they came the for the gypsies.
1: Law. I wasn't a gypsy. They came for the gays and I wasn't gay, they came for that, I wasn't that, that. and then they came for me and I looked around, there's nobody, so solidarity Mm -hmm. is the key. And hey, well, Chris, welcome. Yeah, thank you for coming, Chris Carlson. Yeah, And around.
3: if you
7: want to get a big download on local history, there's two places to go. FoundSF.org is our archive with over 1,800 screens of material and lots of videos and oral histories Including, and all sorts of material. And then ShapingSF.org is where you can keep track of our walking tours, our bicycle tours, and our ongoing public talk series. And speaking of immigration, we, this coming Wednesday night at 518 Valencia, we'll have our last talk of this season and it's on immigration and scapegoating with uh, representatives from the Arab Resource Organizing Committee and uh, Angel Island Immigration Station Ranger and uh, a well-known academic on the question so 518 Valencia this Wednesday night at 7 30. Come on over for the last Shaping session. talk. 518 this Wednesday night yeah. at seven thirty. Thank you so much for thanks taking your time Chris glad Carlson you.
0: we hope you'll come back when you can.
7: Sure glad to thanks yeah, a lot. You're always
1: welcome and anybody and be, really feel free to tell people who would would tell people, I leave the rest up to you, that every Friday, 3 to 6, come on through. That's the great thing about the show when you think about it. It's not once in a while. It's not over here once in a while. It's each and every Friday, three hours. Well, good for me is fine. Good for everybody is even better. Hey, Ferdinand, get up there and give us another couple of songs, will you, brother?
0: You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here on Mutiny Radio FM, San Francisco's Mission District. I'm Global Val here with Diamond Dave and all of our friends, and we're so glad that you've joined us. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We certainly are trying to, uh, you know, look at and and kind of deconstruct and and and. Uh, help some of this uh, kind of crowded up uh, energy and angst to blossom and ease and so that we can all take a deep breath and uh, just keep keep on keeping on. So I think Ferdinand is up there and he's ready for another song. A
1: it's not Ferdinand, this be Santiago from Valencia in Spain. Hey, uh,
0: Santiago. Santiago.
1: Give us a couple of songs, will you, brother? And yes. hey, library lady, Allison, come on in. <laughs> May I play a song?
0: Yes, please. Okay,
6: I'm going to play a song for you, everybody. And Richard. It's either, this is a, song, it's a Neil Young song for you. It's called Heart of Gold. Thank you. expressions I never give Keep me searching for a heart of gold And I'm getting on Keep me searching for a heart of gold And I'm going on I've been to Hollywood, I went to Redwood I crossed the ocean for a heart of gold It's such a fine line, Dave, it's in my mind Yeah, Keep me searching for a heart of gold And I'm getting me searching for a heart of gold. You keep me searching and I'm getting old. Keep me searching for a heart of gold, and I'm getting old. heart of gold, my friends. Keep on searching. Yeah, get us one more, you ready? Thank you. Okay. Yeah, let me
1: this. Okay. Santiago. Yes. Okay. You're always welcome here. Thank you very much, Dave. From time to time, you can go up that BART station. As I met you, i am going up the elevator, elevator uh, the escalator, 24th Street BART. And I hear this guitar and I say, That's a fine guitar. Who could that be? That's amazing. Uh-huh. And I walk closer and closer and I looked and it was you, Santiago. You're playing a good Beatles song called Let the Sunshine Will, weren't you?
6: Uh, yeah, I play a Beatles song, and I can play Here comes the
1: sun, imagine. Here comes the sun, that was the one. But hey, if play me some of these you have in mind. What I want to tell you, I forgot, is that you're always welcome here. If you ever want to walk over and join us here, we have interesting conversation about what's going on and how we can do more internationally as a community and not let ourselves be oppressed by a system which is oppressing people.
6: Thank you, Dave.
1: It's a pleasure we be, to be here: we will be the you. kind of anarchists Great. that say uh, collective autonomy, peace, love and understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Learn to love, love to learn, this never ends, and love will get you everywhere, and hate will get you nowhere. You love that?: Yeah, love well, is the answer. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. This will be free speech radio as well. going out around the planet on the Internet. We'd be uh, the common thread collective. That's at these four lines that came to me, common thread, cast a wide net. Which is what we do. Find the common thread, let life flourish, and then uh, don't panic, just keep it organic. So take it away, Santiago. Give us one more song this time around. So glad that you came through the door. Okay.
6: What should we play now? Like, uh... Okay, this is a song for everybody yeah? outside there. Uh... Imagine there's no heaven It's as if you try No hell below us Above us on the sky yeah. Imagine all All right. Yeehaw, thank you. Thank you very much. Love thank is the answer.
0: Thank you. thank you. Yes, love is the answer. How wonderful. We love the Common Thread Collective. We love our international uh, contingent, all of our friends around the world. Uh, thanks. thanks for coming to be a part of the show thank you so much, thank you very much. for bringing thank your music you. and, and beautiful messages it's a good common thread collective today Dave
1: oh it's wonderful it's, uh, it's all about peace and love and understanding for sure it's amazing when we, when we look back Val and, and I was just saying what, uh, what uh, Chris Carlson was saying about people finding one another and, it, and I'll go on to say getting used to one another As we do each and every Friday, Val, you and I, and uh, you and I, and whoever comes through, uh, the regulars, the semi-regulars, the new faces too, how we're building something right here, I think that is really important, and we have a voice of something going on, we're a voice of something which is going on, and a show like this, which is going to begin, there's no other show, which will begin at Standing Rock, and end at Standing Rock at 5,
0: and yeah, and that's just a half hour from now.
1: So anyway, so let's go. This band uh, called their band. They're, they're going to play some of their CD. They want to talk about called Ground Zero. Are they're they here? Are,
0: are they are here? They're here. Oh great!
1: But hey, Richard, how are you feeling? I always where You always look tired, as if it really gets you here to get yourself here. <laughs> oh, I, hey, I'm so proud I'm, and happy I, that you're here. I, each I'm your everywhere. younger
8: brother, but I'm old.
1: I, I feel that sometimes
8: i am your, well, um, your i your your my lungs boy. are shot my brother and oh, that's well, just I'm the smoking way it is cigarettes so my lungs oh, hey, well, you don't well. do any
1: of that no and it's so good to see you i feel your lungs hey brother and all you do and in this time with standing rock we've been talking about it we, oh well I, um, I you know you miss I, did you hear our brother I, lucid yes i did who's, who we had calling from louisiana and the floodplain who i know from the shining light kitchen at the Rainbow Gathering, he had he had the huge teepees, and he's brought his teepees over a thousand miles, having flown from a benefit in Alaska, where he where he lives sometimes, where his child, his wife, and his, where where his family is, from Alaska to pick up the teepees, to bring the teepees up, eight huge teepees, and bring them up to Standing Rock, where now he is standing is standing with the people. That's Lucid.
8: Yeah, about and and Richard, well, there's a there's a lot of lot of things that are that are happening. Uh, I'm really 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 happy to see the vets community uh, step up to this. Oh my goodness! I, I can't tell you how happy I am. We're talking uh, about a thousand. We're talking about. Uh, and the, there are some. Uh, Hal Musk ad, uh has to be uh, given a shout out out there. He uh, he was he. Uh, I think he has his kitchen up there as far as far last time I heard. And um, he took a lot of stuff up there, some uh, dinero as well for the, uh, for the people. And, uh, and so we're all doing our bits. I was able to put some money back, and um, so this was the time to give it. Yeah. And I, I passed that on, and we'll continue for each month, give a certain amount. Uh, so if we can all do that, because it's going to be an ongoing thing. And as I say, I am fortunate enough to have had a union job and, you know, a pension and stuff. So, um, a so to to find that. yeah, so um, I um, was talking to a friend of mine, Jesse Riddle, at the AIM conference. And I said, God, Jesse, I really want to be up there. And she said, because, you know, she knows I can only uh, have my lung issues and I can barely walk on, you know, any... Angle okay, at all, well. and uh, so uh, and she said, "Well, Richard, she says, you know, we're elders now, and it's it's their time to do this."
1: That's cool. They got and, uh, and the elders who g- grew up and are used to the North Dakota weather. Yeah, well, the elders of the, of the Lakota, uh, the Well, that's it. I'd I'd like there. to be
0: there
8: at least as an elder. I mean,
0: yeah,
1: they're there. Well, I, know, I got your elder. They're there. They're used to living there under kn- those conditions.
0: Yeah, I know. Both I know both of you are like itching to be there. Well, you know. Right, I mean, know. I understand. I do.
1: All I'd have to do is make a phone call, and my ticket would be right there. You know that, too. I
0: know, Dave. But we're, anyway, glad, we're glad here you're now. here.
1: We're holding it down here, and we love you folks. And uh, Lucy's I mean, uh, oh, here's a phone call. Yeah. And, it's, and uh, so anyway, so we're holding it down here. Yeah, so,
8: here so it's, it's really good to see you. out it. the spirit. Yeah, it's and good it's, to see the vets do that. And, and uh, that's really, oh my goodness. But but also uh, oh, it's yeah. the it's the issue of uh, um, uh, the people talking about it, and um, uh, there there was a lot that, that was discussed about that at the AIM conference. Uh, there was also... Uh, so the
1: Thanksgiving, uh, the Thanksgiving I had
8: space... Yeah, I saw you it. there.
1: That was, was that, that was the un-Thanksgiving of the AIM conference. Or th-
8: thanks-taking or, you know, I, that's Whatever that's you want a, to call it. That's I saw Brother
1: Gonzalez there. Yeah. When I walked in, a lot of people said Diamond Dave. Yeah. And I had gone to the, the Friendship Houses because uh, if we're going to have a Thanksgiving, I'm going to have a, go to a place where it's mostly Indians, which is Friendship House. Yeah. And as soon as I walked to the gate... The brother I've known for years, so we go back to, we came out of the out of the alcoholic storm together. I said, Dave, do you know that uh, AIM is having their own feast? You better go over there, right around the corner of Valencia Street. And I went over, and there you were. Yeah. And so a tourist to tour side. if you want a Thanksgiving, a giving thanks, mostly Native people, that's the place to be. And it was a Wednesday.
8: Yeah, L- Lenny Foster was in town, and Lenny's uh, uh, the uh, contact person who's dealing uh and going in and visiting Leonard. And um, just to say that uh, I believe it's on the 4th, uh, there's a big push for uh, calling the White House and asking for clemency for Leonard and to have him released. So anybody out there who cares about uh, the issue that has befallen uh, Leonard, if you're still unclear about where to stand on it, take an hour out and watch uh, Robert Redford's In the Spirit of Crazy Horse. And if you're a reader, Peter Matthews, Oh, book by the book. same name are two excellent sources to get up to speed on this because he doesn't have much time. Uh, Trump Russia. Trump is not going to do it. That's and for sure.
1: About about Ab- Ab- as well. Yes. And there's going to be a There's going to be a caravan. It's on its way up there now to Pine Ridge and then to uh, uh, Standing Rock, picking up people along the way, and this is Lender Peltier Month. I, I do you remember last year at, at Thanksgiving, that's where I was with the Lakota Rainbow Alliance in front of the White House. I like, what? It's and the Catholic Worker. We were camped out in the green space and the Catholic Worker uh, brought us a fantastic. What the Catholic Worker rolled up, and we had an amazing give thanks uh, out there in the campground, um, uh, Thanksgiving in front of the White in the green space outside of the, uh, near the White House. And then that day we were in front of the White House waving and saying, oh, "Obama, do you see us?" And we had a banner that said "Freelander built So time will tell. We got a phone call, eh? It is Rainbow
0: Madonna.
1: The Rainbow Madonna. Hey Lisa Wolf. How you be? Hey,
9: hey. I'm I you know, when I go on the air now I say to everybody I say hi, this is Lisa also known as Lisa Wolf. I'm I'm using my um my Essene name, which is my twenty five year old when I turned into a full fledged hippie name. But yes, it's me. Hi, Dave. Hi Val. <laughs> um and speaking of um, the Leonard Peltier, I want to invite everybody tomorrow to listen to um, the Earth Aid radio program. I did an interview with Felipe a couple of days ago. Oh, wonderful! Um, before Lebe. he left from Swanee, um, to go up to DC for the Leonard Peltier gathering, and also um, Feather, who I. I hope is, is or is going to be on today with you guys Five. Uh, is going to start the program tomorrow and then we also have um gray wolf who's the southern california aim director who's very integral in the um, councils there um at standing rock i was able to do an interview with him and um then the i told you i had this i picked up this dready kid hitchhiker named justin moe who had just come from Standing Rock, and I gave him a quick crash course in uh, Savage Sovereignty, and I was able to record questions with him and Eagle Eye Man, and that will be at noon tomorrow, and I will be posting the link to the show page that everybody can go in and listen to. Um, I wanted to, I spoke to um, Grandmother Carrie Dan yesterday. She's still up in Alaska um, her She has a new grandbaby, and she's very interested in um, the savage sovereignty um, possibilities for getting Shoshone land ultimately restored to the Nui people. But I wanted to read a poem today that I wrote in um, her late sister, Mary's Honor, um, and another good film to watch. Um, that relates to um, savage, indigenous issues as our land, our life, by the Gages, which is the story of Mary and Carrie Dan and the struggles of the western Shoshone, which is right where I live. (laughs) She lives down the street from me. So this is called Pictures of You. Mother Mary sits on the hill, faces the camera, looks stern and grim, Warning the children there's much to do, feed the cattle, water the earth, care for the land that gave you birth. Like a hand that emerged from the mother so dear, rose up and vanished into the blue. Picture of Mary sits in my car, sits as I travel near and far, one with the mother, one with my heart. Mary, my mother, the song of the lark buds now to blossom, the leaves do unfold, and the shadows are crossing the face of the hills. And the silence so ancient carries the words of the elders who bore us, though now in their graves. Children, remember from whence you have come. Give thanks for the mother who carries you along. Give thanks for the water, the air that you breathe. Give back to the mother show you believe in the wind earth and water the plants and the trees care for each creature that lives and that bleeds for we are just part of the mother's vast dream you are just part of nature's ongoing scheme and um so we're just continuing um with the uh, utopian realities slope save and sustain life on planet earth earth aid Mission, and I'm really happy that um, people like Neil Young and um, and others are uh, standing up for Standing Rock, and we have serious issues to address to ensure that there is a future seven generations out. And uh, so I invite everyone to uh, to listen to the program. And if you want more information on Earth Aid and the work of uh, White Buffalo Nation, um, look at our Facebook page or email whitebuffalonation at gmail.com. And that's what's
1: up for today. It's what's up for today is what's up for the past shakes hands with the future through the now. Hey, Lisa. So good to hear your voice and to understand we're all connected. Felipe, of course, he probably told you, is my best friend. We've been to so many places together. that down, down through the years, setting up the TP, uh, feeding the people. At the Republican conventions outside, Democrat. He probably told you something about that. We're both in our late 70s now, a few months apart, and we have a lot. And of I hit-
9: want everyone to remember that the property here um, does welcome. Um, Travelers to and from um, Standing Rock and others. We have an emerging community here, and um, you're welcome to get in touch. Um, come for a few days. If you can figure out a way to be here, you, you're welcome home.
1: And um, you're in the, you're in Nevada outside Brino, is that right?
9: I'm um, outside of Elko. Elko. I'm so
1: President it's in the desert. Valley,
9: in Nevada. Crescent Valley, Nevada. Life is amazing. The same town that the Western Shoshone Defense Project.
1: Really? And, of course, I know them from the the test site where we would bring our kitchen and feed the people every year. Felipe was there, too. Felipe and I hardly missed a year and the test site and feeding the people, and that's where we know the Dan Sisters and where we know, what was the, uh, I'm having a senior moment, the uh, chief, a teacher of the Shoshone people who would come every year to the test site. He passed.
9: Corbin Harney. Yes, of course. Carbon, Corbin.
1: Corbin, Corbin. Oh Harney, yes. he's right here in my mind. I saw him in his life. He would come in his last year, he would always come to the test. So you know Corbin too, of course.
9: Yes, I did.
1: Oh I let's did. spend I want to take a moment of silence and say, Corbin, I can feel you within. Corbin was an amazing human being. Talk about humble He was a humble as a man, wasn't he? Yes. A beautiful yeah. human being. He talked simply, and he talked well. We went to jail to into the into, uh, we crossed the line at the test site, some at uh, well, the test site a number of times, and were arrested together. Corbin, let's take a moment of silence. And hey, Lisa, oh, I'm doing a moment of silence. And deep breaths. Corbin Harney. Corbin Harney. He would have brought the dance sisters. He was a chief. The Western Shoshone people. Hey, Lisa. Thanks for bringing the spirit back. Thanks for all you do. We'll stay in touch, all right? All right. Call me anytime, either on my phone. Call me anytime, connect anytime. So good to hear your voice. Thank you, sister.
0: Thank you. Yes, definitely. Check in with the White Buffalo Nation.
1: White Devil, all the people coming together, we'd be doing it.
0: And now... And we, we still have Richard here, and he's Richard, got something the, the, to the share mind. we know. And we also have the library lady. who's Okay, and we <laughs> have the band called. Uh, the band, they're smell. coming to
1: talk and play one all of our right. songs. Five all o'clock, right. well, we got a go call check from, in.
0: You want to go check in with them in a couple minutes, Dave? Right. Okay, good,
8: I am. Go ahead, Richard. Uh, all right, well... Um, all this reading is, uh, and everything I've been doing is always dedicated to Standing Rock, although this really doesn't have a lot to do with Standing Rock, but indirectly it does. Um, I finally decided to write about Donald Trump. Oh. After all this time of alluding to him and my other poetry, yeah. or my other rants. I'm naming him.
0: It's kind of sad that we've we've been trying so hard, so well, doing so well, trying to avoid having to address anything. (laughs) Is he
8: or isn't he? Donald worries about so much, but mostly about himself. He should. He sold out his base. They and the rest of us are watching. But will it be enough? Generals are being put in high places. Who have Trump's ears? Rudy Giuliani says all is fair in war. Sounds like something you've heard before? The Nuremberg trials come to mind. Sorry, Rudy, limits are in place. Not all actions are fair and some are called war crimes lest we forget waterboarding Abu Ghraib. We should be worried into vigilance. Let's not keep making the same mistakes over and over and think it's going to change or work. Trump is a bully who whines about being bullied. He surrounds himself with bullies like himself. He first claims that the elections are rigged. He wins, and now because he didn't get the popular vote, he's back to whining. Look at the Republicans vote, look at the Republicans through voter suppression, closing off polling places, purging millions of voters, jury rigging. He wants flag burners to be jailed while the thing this flag represents is destroyed, burnt for profit, and no one gets jailed. He rates women, speaks them uh, as as in coarse language, debases his humanity by his ridicule. We need to take up Bill Maher's cause and demand Trump's birth certificate and relatives as as well as to make sure there's no orangutan heritage. We can't have interspecies presidents. (laughs) What?
0: (laughs) <laughs> well I know it, I know he's a chump I didn't know he was a chimp
8: well <laughs> there you go well wasn't that guy who said we were supposed to have humor Good.
0: yes we uh, need it we need the humor said,
8: didn't, he, didn't he
0: say that have the the joy, <laughs> joy right
1: <laughs> he's a bit in some way this guy is just the worst side of the human race. this dude well don't get me started let's not belabor it
8: Anyway, be uh, Good point. Go thinking. for it, there, Richard. i like to do, we want to, we got this, we have this. I know. Now. Don't. Right. I know, that's why I'm going to go. Okay, Well. Uh, right. There is a village. There is a village, an all-white village, where if you had any other blood than white, you kept Quiet deep in its history in the 17 and 1800s Indian Wars of the West, a clearing of Indian nations to the Steelers so the Steelers could divide the land up for real estate agents, a village that could barely raise itself. In this village is a library that displays a native warrior's skull. It sits on this shelf for years until it comes to the attention of the warrior's nation. After coming to the village telling him this is unacceptable, the village decided to bury the skull next to the library. They buried the skull with a plaque and planted a white oak that promptly died. The warrior's nation returned and did the ceremony uh, of his people, left the medicine pouch, and a newly planted tree, and left. Some time later, native people came in the middle in the, night, in the night and took the skull to be closer to his people, and, and was reburied. The village to this day does not know the warrior left town. Wow! Hey, brother, you keep you're full of surprises. That's amazing, and
1: so. Good. And a lot of people are living in that town and joining the old town, which is the new town, which is the old town, and here we are. Thanks a lot, brother. Yeah. It's always good to see you each and every Thank week.
0: Thank you, Richard. Now. And and you were just at, just just to wrap up, though, you went to the AIM conference recently, the American Indian Movement Conference yeah, in, uh, in Emeryville. I, I
8: regrettably didn't get up early in the morning, but I did get to the afternoon sessions. Uh, there was a really, really interesting film, which I've got to get the uh, uh, the film. I think I did write it down, but I don't have it with me. Uh, it's an older film, but it's about a, how, how Native people get sucked into the, the prison system. Mm. Uh, um, you know, if, if, ha- if they, they don't have the foundation to become alcoholics, whatever drove them to that point. And then they get into the prison system. And what saved him where he was was the uh, Lakota Club and they sort of hung together but as, as prison life is there was just a whole bunch of stuff that well, they, they had this, to deal sounds, with and it was an excellent excellent documentary that i uh, people need to see. Uh, Do they have
1: a sweat lodge in that prison because they have sweat lodges in some prisons it depends on the prisons.
8: Yeah it depends on the prisons yeah and the sweat
1: lodge that. as far as that spiritual they got churches of various sorts they got chaplains but uh, they, 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 about having a church is having a sweat lodge in the prison and it makes a big big difference it helps to to be able to sweat together a lot of them they're afraid to have the sweat lodge in fact they took it out because they said they can plot in there they can conspire and we can't hear them that was a. That was a.
0: Struggle. Well, isn't that always the argument that they're going to use against Ugh. it? Right? So. That
8: Directional. That, that, that's such a load. They, they, if they want to listen, they can listen.
0: And this is in. that uh, Mon- was in Montana. When oh, you're locked behind bars, they what, what, you know, they want. That's what really load. is he going to that's do?
1: A, a friend of mine who was. I welcomed at Lakota. He was a rainbow guy, and he up to the fire at the sweat lodge. And he was welcomed in. He, he comes to the gathering. He's an old, frail man now. I knew him as a young, vibrant. And all that came, that long-term in prison. Over 10 years, he was gone. And it was sweaty i loved love to state him. But he was a frail old man when I saw him. But he comes back to the gatherings. Well, anyway, Ellison, time is moving on. So, Ellison.
0: Yeah, we're doing, uh, it, we're doing okay with time, Dave. Okay,
1: well, watch
0: for that. I know, uh, we've oh. got a, it's, it's a 10 till 5, so we're getting to call it at 5. And yeah. so we've got, we've got time. We had a good time. So, Allison. I appreciate you trying to be efficient, though, I do. Yeah.
10: Yeah, efficiency.
1: Wait a minute, no, I don't know, efficiency is the word. It's trying to keep uh, keep these balls balancing. But you're right to say, Diamond Dave. I like you appreciate
0: are, it.
10: Well,
1: all, well, I appreciate call it, it
0: what you want to call it, Dave. I love that you're doing <laughs> it. So often. <laughs> so I
1: like the things Everybody you do. The, the things you do, the signals you make when I'm talking too much, and you go like this, and I try to follow it good. We're, we're a team, sister. We are, we are a team, Dave. Hey, so Ellison, enough of that. Allison, uh, <laughs> go Thanks, go you
10: guys. Um, I'm here to follow up Richard's wonderful, Richard, wonderful. inspirational, is and highly this, comic statements Sorry. about where 19. we're at. Thank you, Richard. Um, so Mission Arts and Performance Project is coming up again tomorrow. It is the first Saturday right. every other month. So, if it's tomorrow, December 3rd, it will be again the first Saturday in February, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Et
1: cetera.
10: Our theme this month, after much haggling, debate, and some planning, we put together a phrase called creative resistance. Four more years.
1: Good choice.
10: And um, the hope is, of course, that we can communicate, collaborate, um, cooperate. conspire when necessary, and hopefully cooperate in order to not just battle, but plan and put together and keep together something that not just unifies us, but helps us keep moving forward. Uh, there have already been a lot of setbacks. And in that note, I will go on to what David Kubrin wrote as a statement for a map. It's a wonderful poem. I'm just going to read the beginning and the end because um, it's dark, but I'll get started. It's called Postmortem on November 8th election day. Neo-fascism went up against neoliberalism. It won the day by hook or crook. The latter not to be dismissed as an idle Trumpian rant. The system, of course, is rigged. Voter suppression of black and brown would-be voters and the hacking of digital voting machines quite consequential. But that's not the main story. The story should be about how a country 15 years into an undeclared but advertised endless war launched by Cheney and Bush, Rumsfeld, and Rice, it may be the only thing they successfully predicted. It's continuously morphing, Now it's jihadists. Then it's the drug runners and the terrorists and the cyber pranksters and anyone taking up arms against anyone. It's the scores of really oppressive dictatorships we should worry about festooning the globe these days. Unless they're our terrorists, one must wonder. David has a lot more to say, but, you know, I don't want to leave it in the dark too long, so... He tells us at the end we're in for rough seas, comrades, as we set sail across these dangerous four years. It's a media coup d'état. No need to deploy tanks to the radio. This time around, the networks have had everything under control for some time.
1: Well, we're, uh, we're jumping forth, David Kubran of is, of course, played with many venues around the mission. Mm -hmm. Uh, The music is being played. Poetry is being poeted. Stories are being told. And this is going to be Saturday evening. It begins... Usually, it begins usually with with a gathering. Is that going to happen? A gathering to put forth that message of creative resistance. Is that right?
10: Um, yes, that's correct. Um, it might that might not be till the evening. That is often taking place at Secret Garden or Pathos on Harrison. Secret Garden um, Pathos um, and Harris- David David has helped put together all the list of venues, which is on. The Mission Arts and Performance Project Facebook page or website. Um, here's just a quick list. Red Poppy Art House. Red Poppy, of course. Accion Latina, which is now uh, the new gallery on 24th where El Tecalote Te- is printed. There's an art show. I think there's also music, music there, there tomorrow night. There's special
1: music at 9.
10: There's Praxis, Pathos on Harrison, Area 2881. The Mission Library is hosting the holiday arts and performance project, Um, Happy.
1: And that's you. It's a happy map
10: because we want to encourage that community creativity, even in the face of everything that people are upset about. Even more so. The library will always be free, um, open. It's just about access to all the resources you need, and if we don't have it, we'll help you find it. Um, That's from three to four. It's also Revolution Cafe, which has music every night, but especially during math and artillery, on mission about a block from BART, a wonderful gallery, and a wonderful open meeting space. Thank you, Dave, for letting us drop in with that. You're always welcome.
1: This be about making revolution, about finding one another, about communicating. And I think the library, my daughter of course is a, is a branch manager of the, of the Pacific branch, Brooklyn Public Library. So library is, and my mother is a librarian. So it's in the blood. Very, a variation reader, it's a blood, blood, blood and, library. And Dave, give us, your, give us your line about a library card. I'm never poor, I'm never broke, as long as I have my library card. Oh, I need to get it back. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I need to get l- it luckily back. Luckily, I'm at City College for now.
0: I consider myself a fine citizen because I always return my books late and have to pay a fine.
1: I thought I uh, beautiful. That's what we need. Anyway, it's worth it. Uh, but anyway, library, now we got a president of the United States. I'm talking about Trump who claims he's never read a book. And I believe him. <laughs> oh
0: he Lordy! He just reads papers are giving him papers. He doesn't need it. Yeah. Get the answers. He's a man who never needs to read. Yeah, well, he's a man who never needs to want either. So I'm going to play a track from uh, Buffy St. marie because that was uh, Richard's request, and we're going to be right back with the group Ground Zero. So let's see if I've got the right. Oh, oh, not. All right. We'll, we'll we'll clear everything up after the break. Power, Power in the blood. Power. Power in the
11: blood. Been doctors medicine, corporation government Selling me some cover up Weaponizing pesticides, poison in my groceries Nothing but another drug, a license they can buy and sell No, I don't mind dying I don't mind dying I don't mind dying, don't mind dying. But when that card comes I will say no, no, no television men, desperate for incident real estate assassins exploiting our predicament uh, everything depends upon it being in their interest so I don't mind dying well, I don't mind dying I don't mind dying but when that color comes I will say no 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 to one. Here is there is power in the blue in the soul, and when that kind of comes, I will say no, no, no to war. Power in the blood, just in the soul, and when that kind of comes, I will say no, no, no to war. There's military interest, there are GMOs in paradise, bioweapons high upon the ocean. Young soldiers driving tanks, but old thieves, they drive the banks. And you never see a uniform on Wall Street, there's power in the blood. There is power in the blood.
0: Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here on Mut- Mutiny Radio, and uh, Dave, we've got Feather who just called in. I know we've got the band here, but uh, Feather Feather is on the on the phone calling from North Dakota. Hey,
1: Feather, from the camp. Feather, how you be?
12: Hey, I'm doing fine, Don and Dave.
1: Okay, um, I got this amazing. I you said, "Well, listen to the message I, I, I left you." And of course I listened to it, and it was amazing. You you summed it all up so well and gave such a positive spin to it. It was it was just beautiful. I passed that phone to uh, to people. So you got to hear this. This be feather. So tell us uh, we had we had uh, uh Lucid called first, so we're going from lucid at the early at the uh, when the show just began, and and now you hear you are feather, so it's so good way to be a sandwich between the two of you
12: All right, it's
1: wonderful to hear from you, Diamond Dave: so tell us how it's, it's all working out. The weather uh, I think you said it had been really cold. people are coming in all the time. Is that right? Tell us about it?
12: Thousands of people are coming in. Thousands, thousands of people. Incredible village with all kinds of alternative energy. We have Wi-Fi right at the big dome now. Oh, you told me. Fast Wi-Fi. And we're up here at the uh, Cannonball Community Center. We have a little camp media room off the, the uh, gym. And I also have with me Ryan Redhawk, who's one of our media team. He's a phenomenal photographer. And he's been here for months as well. I'd like to introduce you to him. And um, do you have any questions? And he'll fill you in a little bit about what he's been doing or what's been going on here at camp. Hey,
1: hey, Brian Redhawk. Hey, how are you? Oh, beautiful! It's so beautiful here. Voice I be Diamond Dave, and here's my co-host Valerie.
0: Hi, welcome, Ryan Redhawk. Thank you for joining us on the Common Thread Collective. It's good to talk to you. We're out here in San Francisco.
1: <laughs> Streaming around the planet on the Internet. And uh, the this, uh, this show is every Friday, 3 to 6, spoken word, singer-songwriters, intelligent conversation, and letting people know how the movement is growing in these days of Trump. And uh, well, uh, uh, also letting people know that whatever- and, and more. <laughs> yeah, whatever Trump has, what you guys are about, and the people coming, coming to share with you guys their Standing Rock and then take back what they've learned, the idea of community where from wherever they've come is really revolutionary. Is that right?
13: Yes, sir. It's a, it's a collective of people from all around the world. Um, I myself, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. And I've been out here for a few months now, and uh, it's really awesome to see so many people come together to defend indigenous rights and protect the water and Mother Earth. Uh, That's what we're all here for, and we're not leaving until the pipeline's done, and that's just how it's going to be.
1: Wow. And you're expecting tomorrow, perhaps, the contention of veterans, veterans of other wars, veterans of Iraq veterans of uh, afghanistan who were sent there thinking they were going to do this or that or we're supposed to do that patriots but they're going to be marching in tomorrow aren't they
13: uh they've actually already started coming in we had uh over 800 veterans coming yesterday alone um today more showed up and within the next couple days we're expecting uh a whole lot more so we're really excited and really honored um, in the Lakota, Dakota, Nakota tradition, uh, veterans are held at the highest esteem, yeah. so it's a great honor to watch uh, so many veterans from all around the country come together and help, help us stand and you know, defend what's happening here against uh, local law enforcement and, uh, well, corrupt North Dakota government. So are, they, are they bringing
1: tents? How is the housing situation? I know you got yurts, you uh-huh. have teepees, you have people in tents, and it's about staying warm. How is that working out?
13: Uh, it's going pretty good we've uh, spent the last couple months winterizing preparing Um, obviously every year north dakota gets really cold and snowy so it was nothing new so um, we have a good amount of yurts that are here that can fill people up Um, there's teepees galore everywhere and we also have a lot of community uh, spaces as well so where people can stay if their tents aren't keeping up to you know warmth standards Um, we do have tents on the ground to where people can stay together and uh, we also have emergency locations in case uh, for emergencies as well. So um, we're all prepared for it. We got we got a bunch of wood coming in every day, and you know, we're just well, uh, ready to hunker down and play in the snow. We, we're out here sledding. It's not anything bad. Everybody's enjoying it, building snowmen and snow fights. And, uh, you know, we're still acclimating to the cold. Well, I'm still acclimating to the cold, being from the south. And but Atlanta, uh, shoot. I feel good about it, and uh, I'm ready for the rest of the winter.
1: Did, did I hear you said, yeah? You must. Do you have a sweat lodge there? You said you said something that got reminded me, made me think of a sweat lodge. Are there sweat you are in the Lakota land? Is there a sweat lodge? Are there some people doing? That?
13: Oh yeah, there's many sweat lodges on on the ground. Um, there's probably I know of at least about eight of them. Um, there's also community. Sure. There's also community sweat lodges and there's also uh, specific sweat lodges for uh, you know, if women want to do sweat lodges by themselves there are women's sweats and things along well those lines. Um, but you know the sweats are gonna continue and people are just gonna, you know, keep staying in a peaceful prayerful manner. That's what we came for and uh, I feel pretty confident about the winter.
1: I think earlier Lucia was here and what I'm realizing is what you do what you folks are doing there. Is really in many ways um, uh, going around the around the country, around the state, the country, and around, soon to be a, and around the planet. We have the medium like we're talking to, where we're, we're uh, heard around the world on the on the internet and talking to you. So this word, this idea of community, is getting around. The idea not of violence. I say, uh, hate will get you nowhere. Love will get you everywhere. You know.
13: Uh, I'm into that, sir. I agree with that hundred percent that's a big point of the camp is that it's peaceful and prayerful. There's no alcohol, no drugs, no weapons allowed. Um, I came out, like I said earlier, I came out here from Atlanta. Uh, One of the things that brought me out here is some of the things I've done out there. Uh, I came here to document the civil and human rights violations that Morton County police officers have been enacting on water protectors. So um, a lot of the spin that they've been trying to use is that the water protectors out here are violent and they have weapons and things like that, but it's simply not true and you can back that with facts Um, I challenge anybody to go online and look at any videos or photos that they can find of any of the actions and show me photos where people have weapons where they're you know being out of line where they're threatening officers with baseball bats and chains and things like that because nobody's going to find that because that's not what's happening out here so
1: and the weapons uh, I see the film I saw of the of the the, group in which they they came with uh, water cannons 26 degree weather. Water cannons, rubber bullets, and goddess knows what else, and clubs, of course, and uh, the, uh, 300 people are injured, we hear, and that was, as, and they may, they may have gotten word from uh, on high, don't do that again, but time will tell, you know? <laughs>
13: um, actually, I'm going to hand you over real quick. I'm going to have you speak to uh, one of the locals from Standing Rock. Is that all right with you, David? That'd be beautiful. All right.
1: We go with the flow.
13: All right. It's standing My name
1: is right. Ted. My name is Ted. Uh, hey, my name be Diamond Dave, and this be Valerie. Hey, brother, who are you? Tell me about yourself.
14: Um, I'm from the Res. Um, born and bred here on the Res. You know, I'm I'm from some of God's first people, man. You know, and so, as you can tell, I'm not too American. I don't like Trump. You know, I don't like that bitch.
1: Man. You're not alone, brother. I, Welcome to the family. and Welcome to the family. Keep on going. You Tell know, us more.
14: I, I worry about people at the protest camp, you know, because it's getting crazy all over, not just here, but in the world. And seriously, seriously, I think we are living in the times of tribulation that the Bible talks about. Tribulation times, you know. It, it, I think it's end of days, you know. God is pissed off at America, and he's coming back pretty damn soon, man. So I don't think he's going to let Americans into heaven. Just me. Just me. <laughs>
1: well, I see. We laugh. You laugh. But we what we see is what. if there's anything, that will turn it around. <coughs> It'll be people like what's really? happening there at the camp. It'll be people oh sharing food. Oh. it people sharing oh God. love. God. And, and uh, you, guys
14: need, you guys need spirituality down there big time man and you know what the bottom line that i've been through this little weird w- w- weird world the bottom line you guys need jesus christ oh he you was tell a
1: warrior. go to the camp you tell him but, you, that's something each and every person can each in their own way Whatever you be, be, your be your path is the one that people take. Uh, we'll, well, the one they should take. But maybe we can come together. Whatever our spiritual path, whatever you say, you see, you see, you see Jesus Christ. Somebody else might see uh, uh, the Sufi spirit of Rumi, or Buddha, or the or the spirit of love itself. Let's do it that's together, why brother.
14: Uh, this way, say Allah Akbar.
1: Allah Akbar. That? What is that? That's that's the uh, Islam. Allah Akbar, that's not Jesus, that's Islam. But we're all in this together. Hey, brother, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. that means Muhammad.
14: Allah Akbar means. God
1: Allah Akbar, is. let's all say it. Well, you sound like an amazing, beautiful human being. And now you're talking to us in San Francisco, and your voice is going around the world on the internet. So thousands of people are, saying, are hearing you say, the world, you need Jesus Christ and Ali Akbar. Thank you, brother. You bet. We need God and good marijuana. Good okay, marijuana. he says, God and good marijuana. Well, that's all right. It's legal here in San Francisco now. This guy, I thought there's no drinking. He said, there's no drinking at the camp. Thank you, brother. Put Feather on or, or, the, or the brother that from is Atlanta.
12: On now. Feather's on now. Ted hey, hey watch, Feather. We're out here speaking. Uh, yes, so, you know, we have people of all spiritual persuasions, But the one thing is love and peace and spirituality and the elders are doing ceremonies the women are doing ceremonies the most powerful powerful ceremonies that happened in the actions it's been so beautiful uh a month ago in the water action that we did when the young people swam across the river in november and stood in front of the the uh officers the next morning and we and we talked to them for four hours we said This water's for all of us. This is 18 million people depend upon this water. And we're here for the water. We're here for the seven generations to come. And the next day, two of them turned their badges in. Said, we didn't hire on for this. Two of the officers did. And through this love, this is what we're projecting. You know, we want to reach the hearts of all the people. And that's what we're, that's what we're doing. It's a very, very beautiful thing. Incredible unity. And, uh, people have suffered a lot from the water cannons, which is horrible. Uh, but people are standing strong and, and more and more coming in every day. We have thousands of people here. Beautiful village coming together and lots of warm places and alternative energy and, and over 40 Earths. And we're keeping everybody warm. We're taking good care of them. And uh we're all doing the best we can I
1: know you are i my my memory of you uh as you're talking is there at the end of the trail there at the gathering uh, this year in the green mountains, and everybody and you're, uh, you you greeted you were one of those who greeted almost everybody who came through you, know, you greeted you told people where to take their cars, where to bring the supplies they brought to donate. Isn't that what you did?
12: Yes, that's what I did, and I worked a lot with uh uh the law enforcement officers, and, uh, you know, by the end of the gathering, our sheriff said, you know, I wish there was there was something that I could have, and I said, what's that, Steve? And he said, I wish I could have a crystal from the gathering, and I said, you know what, I have one for you. Someone just gave me one, and I put it in his hand, and his eyes lit up. Oh, boy. He was so happy to have that crystal. Because
1: he got it in a special said, place,
12: a place said, on the mantle care. of his
1: house. Is that crystal? Gotcha. And he shows it to people. I know. So, the, so, yeah. that, is, so that you're so good at. Is that the, the kind of thing you're doing there in the camp in the Standing Rock?
12: Let's say that again, David. Is I that what that you're doing
1: good. there? Greeting people when yeah. they come oh, in? Yeah,
12: that's what we're doing. That's what, what we're doing. We're, we're, you know, just talking to everybody, unifying people, greeting people as they come, making sure they've got a one place to sleep. We have uh, 10 different... Uh, Common areas where people can come in and big army tents with wood stoves and it can be warm and cozy at night. They can lock their stuff up in the car, you know, in their car and, and just bring their sleeping bag in and have a warm, cozy place. We have many, many kitchens set up. We have donations of food coming from all over. We have fantastic people working the kitchen. We're getting just snug as a bug in a rug. And we welcome people to come and be with us.
0: Well we we're certainly um Happy to hear that everyone out there seems to be um, just moving forward and and trying to tap into the higher spirits uh, to to go through this winter to stand uh, against the you know the threatened evacuations um, and that the veterans have come out there to join sure. and stand up and 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 fulfill their oaths to stand up to all enemies foreign and domestic um, and uh, and uh, like Dave was saying at the beginning them seeing that. You know going off to fight foreign wars it's really for the profits of these big corporations and they come home and they see exactly what the corporations are trying to do here is just you know get what they want and so um, it's really it's a I I find it really uh, fascinating um, and uh, uh, the the how how this how this has come come uh, come to be and uh, you know I I I think that the world is watching and sending as much love and uh, power as as we all can from a distance, and uh, I, I, just uh, I hold that vision that that it's going to be a, a triumph over corporate, corporatocracy and, and and greed control. And, and control of the environment, and uh, let's uh, making it happen. Thank you, Feather. Oh, yeah. Hey, Feather,
1: did you yes. see the video that uh, Lucid did about uh, there at the river when they built when you, when the folks built that bridge? And crossed the river and the people walked across the bridge. Did you see that?
12: Yes, I did. It was a terrific, terrific
1: video. And that was on Thanksgiving. Yeah. For them, Thanksgiving, they built this bridge. You'll have to see it. You can yeah, probably put it and on.
0: We'll, and we'll let people know to check out the Lucid Lorax uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Feather, it's 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 getting a little quiet over there. I can't hear you as well as I had as we had right at the beginning. Um, but we're so. doing
1: well, Feather. We'll talk to yeah. you next week at five o'clock. All right. All right, that sounds- yeah, you sent a report that said to us in San Francisco looking forward to it this is what we're here to do is you're doing what you're here to do and we're all in this together
0: that's right Th- all in thank you together. feather and thank you uh, Ryan Redhawk and uh, our, the local um, man we didn't get his name um, but uh, I'm glad we can check in Um, Everyone, you're listening to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm. We're broadcasting live every Friday in San Francisco, streaming around the planet on the Internet and uh, reaching out uh, virtually and holding everybody's hand um, as we go through these these wild times. so thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad we can be connected to what's happening out in Standing Rock. And we're certainly going to stay uh, following that and and staying connected. So, Dave, we've got a-
1: another a... They were they were confused with it. Columbus thought he would gotten there, but he'd only got to America. He didn't know. And so he saw the people, he called them Indians, and that went on for some time. Because the Indians were across another ocean, but I want to connect it all by saying Namaste.
0: Namaste. <laughs> yes, the divine in me honors the divine in you. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Val. I want Yo. to uh, introduce you to another crew. All right. This be
1: uh, Gone Zero. Gone Zero. Gone Zero and they're kind of this kind of that they got some uh, They maybe a CD we can hear some of the music yeah we will but tell us about gone zero and well, you said said that you guys are making a social effort having to do with that, not paying your taxes or something. but tell us first introduce yourself <laughs> welcome <yourselves>. <laughs> <laughs> hi thanks for
15: having us thanks for having us
1: Pat <laughs> so, the scene? go ahead somebody start so, um, tell us more about
16: yourselves we are gone zero
15: Tim and I are from Bakersfield Chris from San Francisco yeah, like blocks and, uh, away like
16: yeah. m- almost my entire life
15: yeah he lives cool there area. right now. I
16: used to walk by this place all the time, never knowing what it was, thinking like I can get coffee sometime. Just, you know, all these damn cafes in the neighborhood. So right Chris on. is the singer red. right here. I do a little bit of singing, as you could tell from the long hair. Got to got to represent yeah. somehow. That's half, it's half that the job. Year, uh, <laughs> that
1: year of dancing around, that uh, leaping around <laughs> stage, I can see you up there. That's right. Uh, yeah. Kind of like a hippie, a hippie who leaps around. It's like yeah. A, a hippie, uh, a, a punk rock hippie.
16: <laughs> I definitely want to play the punk Robert rock. Plant. Part on stage. Nice. I want to look as cool as him. I well, definitely have my idols. Oh, well, in China. take
1: a look. I'm 79 years old. Pretty cool. you right? young. I <laughs> say I'm one third beatnik. You yeah, are the beatniks We started out the 50s. One third beatnik, one third hippie, and one third punk as fuck. That's good to find me and very find you. I don't know where you guys are. Gone Zero. Nice, yeah. The name is Gone Zero. Sounds good. For a second, move your seat back Okay, so oh. go. oh, good. So I don't Thank you. Just getting a little more comfortable. So tell me All more. Right. Who had the first Who had the idea? Was that you of getting a couple guys together, getting a band together? Uh, I wanted to sing.
15: Tim and know? I have been in a band for, what, about 10 years now almost? And wow. It started as Thumper, a uh, rap rock. Uh, rap Rapper with a rock band behind him, basically. And uh, that... Slowly morphed after losing a singer, you know, it changes everything. So you turn into a different band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, uh, know, yeah, after a few different iterations of Gone Zero, we've we've come across Chris who oh, happens his his Craigslist ad was. Yeah. You get no sample. Come, come listen to me at a church.
0: Like
15: I, I sing every Sunday. Come watch me at this church, and we're just like you know, come in, Let's go check it out. All right, out. why not? <laughs> it's cool. What church so, was
1: it? What kind of what? this?
16: I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. Saints Peter and Paul in North
0: Beach. In North Beach, right there. Okay. Washington the, Square.
16: The Joe DiMaggio. Uh, the church. Yeah. That's well, his, it used to be. It's his a, nine to five. Is
15: singing. Absolutely. Yeah. Back
0: in the beatnik
1: days, that's where we hang out. We were in a church. They used to have sandwiches. They used to get food from all the churches around. They still do. And we'd go and get sandwiches and then hang out in Washington Square. And that was uh, Peter Paul and the Beatniks. I was one. This is like 1957, 58. So uh, to you, that's going about.
0: Yeah, my grandmother used to play the the organ at St. Peter and Paul's. Lola? No, 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 no. I was like I know that one. No, no, no. Long time ago, long time ago. But, but that's where my uh, heritage starts here in San Francisco. Several generations ago, Uh, the North Beach contingent, and I had some um, like the the second generation that were here were in the Italian opera down there in North Beach. So the the mistress of the chorus and uh, a leading man. That's who I come from.
1: (laughs) My church back there was right in front. We called Beatniks, Bob Kaufman was there, but most of who are now gone to the sky, the spirit world. But that was our church. You know, Washington Square right in front of the church? Yeah. Right in front. That was our church was hanging out there, and there's a song called "Drinking Wine, Spoiler Alley, Drinking Wine." You got a nickel, I got a dime. Let's
0: together get together and drink some wine.
1: That might be a song you might want to cover.
0: We're always looking for good ideas. Yeah, today. we are. So, you, so you found, so you found Chris. You went down there. Yeah. Uh, check, checked him out. Talk. Better
15: to him. than you could ever ask for. You know, I mean, he is a professional. He sings for a living. He's, he's fantastic. They actually know? didn't
16: come to check me out. They knew that I was kind of well. I was. Just being lazy, and uh, I just said, "Yeah, I just wanted to get people of that I thought might have been good enough to respond." And thankfully, I did because they're they're really great.
15: Well, I should say, throughout finding you know a good singer, we we lost a bass player. He got a little sick of waiting for a new singer, and uh, we got a new great bass player. He's Yuval. He's fantastic too, and so. Our band's better than it's ever been, and I think our music's going to show that. Now you say you
1: have a CD. Right on. Now, yeah. Is he on the CD, all three of you? Yeah, all, all four of us. All well, four five. of us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's, all four of you. Yeah. Well, let's listen to a cut from the CD. Enough talk. All right. <laughs> we can talk more after <laughs> the. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah the, I'm sure you'll track. have
15: some questions after that. Yeah,
1: let's do. It. You be the CD, the DJ, either one of you. If you want to it's be, a be bit the of DJ a, for your for your CD, why don't you introduce it? How's that?
15: It's what it's what you might call heavy meta, heavy meta, or uh, or you know any any form of of uh, meta pun with metal you know know.
16: metaphysics right we don't want to call it metal quite yet because it's not heavy enough
15: it's really not metal yeah it's It's not it's not basic rock well let's hear it it's your own
0: sound let's let's see
5: cartoon rock
0: Yeah, Gone Zero.
15: <laughs> so that wasn't the song. But uh, oh, no, that was, so I good. mean, we love all of our <laughs> Awesome. We're really proud of all of our music. It's all really nice. well-representable.
0: Well, we yeah, we have, we have time for track. No, yeah, well, I mean, I you
15: got been, any...
16: I just, happy to hear because it sounded so much better than our rehearsal it, it last night. It sounds really <laughs> good.
0: That sounded yeah. really, I was going to say, that sounds like... I mean, that was like a really well-produced song, I mean, too.
15: Our singer, he did all the mixing, mastering. I, I, they they okay, We do yeah. all of we, we our own recording did, in our studio. He did, did this, all yeah. this himself. Homegrown and just Right
0: on. And
16: then you sing for a living. Kill You know how this all just fell into place. Trying to. I, I do for, I, it's hard for me to say for a living because my see, living is so very minuscule. What, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it is, it is all for me. It's
1: what you yeah. need to be. Changing. You're better yeah. off. You see how yeah. everything's just falling into place? place. Just, I yeah, it's amazing. A I, I just live in Social Security. And San Francisco, $800 a month. But I got 17 years, uh, for one thing I say, I got 17 years <laughs> sober. That means without a drink. Nice day. So that makes your income go stretch a lot farther, I'll yeah, tell you that. right. Because yeah. I, I would just shake my head back in those yeah. days. That's right. <laughs> I would just shake my head. But you guys seem to be moving right along in a healthy way. Is that right? I yeah. Say, I don't see any of you. Yeah, drunk. Okay. Well, we
15: got this show coming up tomorrow. Oh, that's oh right awesome. on. Where are Yeah, you so we're playing at the Stork Club in Oakland. You, you okay. got the address on that?
1: Club. We can find yeah, it. the
15: Stork Club in Oakland, well, Club I think is... we're going on at 10 p.m. We got Chemical Guns going on, I'm guessing, at 11. Um, the other band, Hellbelly. Hell, hell
1: Hellbelly. Hellbelly. Oh, I know those guys. That's, the, that's not the I mean, we've guy. heard Hellbilly. all these.
15: You listen to them all online. It's going to be a great show.
1: No, hell, is yeah. That's not the Bellies back in the day. Larson. Hellbillies. Hellbillies with this uh, cow punk band. Larson there's a time oh. where it's called Cowpunk.
15: Call yeah the last band and, is a oh, pros- Prospect Castle they were nice enough to switch us spaces And uh, Chris so Chris you, has I, uh, six shows on Sunday so he needs to go to bed a little is he, is early it, it, oh, yeah, <laughs> so I don't know the uh, I don't like we understand. said he sings for a living I so. don't
1: know the, uh, the star club has been around for quite some time sometimes they yeah it's, punk it's, rock.
15: it's fun sometimes hey they'll it's, record you they'll record you give you a CD it's pretty but cool but it's not
1: a play to pay you don't have to pay to play there do you no cause that's thank god
15: it's, it's <laughs> other That's, that's just uh, those, those promoters that you don't like to work with you know they're like hey give me $50 for these tickets and you can sell them and make your money back you know like uh eh, okay. is that okay. the good to
1: start club no oh good
15: no <laughs> You, you just, just have to come and play. Try and invite your friends and get as many people out you as you can. What it? yeah. Honestly, you just bring it and and put on a good show and hope someone. Well, you guys sees are going to it. step
0: up for sure, yeah. yeah. right? And that's on Telegraph, right? Yes. So twenty, I found that I found that it was just twenty three thirty Telegraph yes, in Oakland. Right. So you guys are going. So you've got four bands playing yeah. that night, and you guys are going to go on at ten, around ten. Yeah all right yeah. Yeah, you, very cool very you're cool we, we got
15: some new music that we don't have to see you know it's not recorded yet but we do have some fantastic new stuff that's gonna really yeah, it's gonna blow really some people interesting away interesting stuff about the unless we completely fail
3: you guys are <laughs>
16: believers you got it going on <laughs> oh yeah it's like, good to feel yeah
1: and so that, that, uh, that email you sent to me you said to other people this is part of your program too is trying to connect to various places to let people know who you are and to get it out to the world is that
15: right oh of course absolutely,
0: absolutely.
1: yeah so the you life guys any of course i said sure come on down did anybody else say come on down
15: come on down come on
1: down, <laughs> down. you're always welcome around here i <laughs> hope you don't mind our, that
0: we're out here too and doing and what we do we have an album yeah, what's, tell us about your album, an album yeah, and how like, people and can get here, right? get access to your music yeah, what's that, what's if they can't the make it out things? to the Stork club. The shape of,
15: things. The the shape of things. things is our is our first album as this uh, with with Chris and Yuval as our as our bass and singers. Um, it's distribution, online it's, it's it's all independent. I mean, we did everything. It's our it's our hard work with our bare hands. You yeah, know, and, uh, literally. It's,
17: a it, it's, it, we're of very, areas. very proud
15: of it, but you know, it's yeah. it's just number one. We're we we're, th- we're taking it like that. It's our freshman album. We're okay, just well,
0: hey brother, you're really welcome here. I'm so, so glad to see you. And and Thank where you. can people find it? You were saying uh, on all the
15: major. On, uh, you can find it on SoundCloud. Uh, what is it? iTunes, iTunes. Um, iTunes Modify, Amazon, we Google Play, Play Spotify. All those Gone, all right. Zero G-O-N-E-Z-E-R-O
0: All right. Let's With your new album, it. the shape of things. This is always open ended here. Yeah, it's really nice. Meet you, you guys. You want to do another song?
1: We, we, another song? we we can, can play. play. Chris, which song is it?
16: It's called Night Court. Night Court. Yeah. Are, are they labeled anything? on there?
15: Thank you. I what
0: would think they what are, number what track, track is, is that? Number.
4: I
16: want. You know, I can't actually tell you because
15: I don't know. I <laughs> you that's how we got the, the first five. track out of it. it real quick. Play them all. No, I'm kidding. Why don't you just pick another one? It is a... It's surprises. We have 10
1: minutes. Like, uh, so anyway, guys. You. Pick a number, any number? We're
15: gonna yeah. Our, uh, <laughs> yeah. Pick a number. <laughs> yeah.
1: And you guys are always welcome to come
15: through. I'll cross my fingers. And you For
1: get sure. my phone number. And we'll be connecting. When you come to the city, we'll be connecting, because I like your spirit. We're and here all the time. You. My son is an amazing bass player. Yeah. So I know that. I'm a poet. He's a bass player. He's 50, so he's
0: a little over you guys. I'm going with like track back number back. one. Let's do it.
1: <laughs>
16: I'm before I know
0: It's gone. Zero, Go check them out tomorrow night at the Stork Club in Oakland. Um, should be a fun show. And so we really do only have about oh, maybe five or six more minutes here. But I'm glad that we have that time because David Kubrin has can't, has come in. Um, prob- I, I, Well, you've always got something to talk about, David. Um, but I know that MAP is happening tomorrow. But uh, maybe I'll let the, you two Davids take it away.
1: Okay. Well, why don't we play Ferdinand gave us a...
0: Yeah, I've got, I've got that, David. Yeah, let's take, go out with that. <laughs> (laughs) We will.
1: uh, Let's go out with that. So, David. uh, David, MAP is coming up again. Now, MAP, uh, uh, Ellison came and told us a bit about it. And about the theme this uh, this month is what? Is it Uh, sacred, uh, creative nonviolence?
18: What is it? Uh, Creative resilience. Resilience. Not resistance, but resilience. In the face of neo-fascism for the next four years, how are we going to deal and survive and resist and create?
1: That's the theme of what we're about here. We had uh, Chris Carlson, who I think you know. Mm, of course. Chris was here, and he, of course, has been thinking a lot. He's got a past history, and we're talking about this very thing, uh, finding one another, starting uh, creating community, taking some, uh, some of the lessons. People will be coming back from Standing Rock, and we'll bring those lessons back with us, back with them. I mean, they're there, they're there in the cold. They got yurts, they got teepees. They're working together. Thousands are coming in. 800 veterans came yesterday.
18: I think that's the most incredible news I've heard in in decade.
1: So something's happening. Going. What's and that? And the uh,
18: veterans go and put themselves in between um, by the hundreds. That means something. The the a lot of those cops are not going to want to be in opposition to veterans. And Some are already it, it quitting. Turn the tide. Turn the tide. Yeah, I agree. I mean,
0: that there's been a total like you know mainstream media hasn't. Ha- it's been uh, mostly a, bl- a blackout of it, but mainstream media, when it's reported on it, has only reported from official statements given by the by the Morton County Sheriff's Department. But then, um, but you know, now CNN was actually there. And they're staying there. The, the vet- they, try- they can't ignore the veterans and the the solidarity of that movement. I, I is, is is beautiful.
18: I just dissolved in tears when I heard. And uh,
1: really and what's that this is a Dylan song something's happened here and you don't know what it is do you Mr. Jones I'll change it a bit into something's happening here and you don't know what it is do you Mr. Trump
3: well <laughs>
0: there's a lot he doesn't know but um, we do only have a, a, about um, three or four more minutes here so he I want to give David Kubrin a chance Kubern, to fulfill uh, what he has, to read, uh, what he to he has come station. to do here
18: well um um Allison read part of my thing on the election, so I won't read that, but I have a recent poem called Urbanicide, and it's dedicated to a recent evictee, not legally evicted, but financially evicted, uh, Guillermo Gomez-Pena, and this is dedicated to him, Urbanicide. All cities have souls that can be felt as one moves from place to place. Cities drink in spirits of nearby rivers or lakes, the mountains or springs. On the plains, too, notable trees or outcroppings on occasion. And those who settle there, the flora and fauna and the immigrants, from four directions, from Belfast, Buenos Aires, Way, and Fairbanks, different languages and poetry they bring, people's musics and the intricate histories they live, this city known for its industrial heft, that one for slaughterhouses or nearby mines that affect the rhythms of cities, regional celebrations and water-sharing customs arrived at after lengthy deliberations by elders or, in later times, by the well-heeled, The cooperation and clashes of races and classes. Like many illustrious cities, San Francisco has its distinct soul. A magical aura born out of its bay and the surrounding sea-carved mosaic of cliff, sand, rock, and island of northern California's coast. Clouds in the afternoon gliding over the western hills, all that the stage for this fabled city, wearing a cloak woven from the many threads of its rich history. This Ohlone land invaded by the Spanish in an orgy of dispossession and enslavement by the holy men of the missions. The rancheros and then mines that followed, the ships depositing people and goods from Nice, Benares and La Paz. As the city grew and transformed over its many decades, And of course the soul of San Francisco, a nurturing spirit for artists, the poets, dancers, comedians, and sculptors, musicians, and florists who have defined this city. The storied venues and infamous names of those who broke artistic canons and so created new forms, and the bookstores that reflected and nourished them, and neighborhood clubs where live music by local and visiting musicians bound neighbors together but all this seems to be passing. San Francisco is shedding its artists like a newly dosed dog, its fleas. Artists are exiting the cities, priced out, sorry, priced out of that holy herb by its Twitter and Airbnbizations. Teachers too, cooks and firefighters, librarians and barbers, underpinnings of any city, unable to stay or stay but sleeping on the streets or on couches of friends but on their way out a mere matter of time. And as San Francisco evicts its artists when musicians lose studios or flats to speculators, when writers are forced out of SROs and the piccolo player for the SF Symphony has to head back to Richmond after the concert, or the teacher back to Daly City after her department meeting, art and culture no longer permeate the skin of this city, more like a fancy shirt donned for tonight's gig for the customers who will pay for the act. Our beloved city hollowed out of its eccentricities, its playfulness, its fabled fomentation against war and for rebellion, and its art exiting the door as you read this. And with his soul gone, rigor mortis is alas inevitable.
0: Mm. Wow.
1: Wow. The Carl Sandburg of today with a twist, but taking it further. Here we are, and here we'll be. Hey, Val.
0: Yeah, Dave. Hey, Dave. I Thanks want to th- thank See everybody for I being need. part of the show today. Thank Another you so much. Um, go out and check out MAP tomorrow, the Mission Arts and Performance Project. Um, and uh, you can find more at MAPSF.com, M-A-P-P-S-F.com. Thank you, everybody, for being a part of the show today. Um, I'm so glad we got to talk with two, two, two of our friends out who are out there standing at Standing Rock. At the beginning of the show, we had Lucid. If you check out some of the great videos he produces on YouTube, he's got a YouTube channel called Lucid Lorax. Um, and, and thank you, uh, Feather, for calling in towards the end of the show. Uh, we want to stay connected. And everybody for being part of the show today. And uh, thank you so much. So I'm going to end the show today. We're going to play a little more music from our friend uh, from Spain, uh, Santi Anjou. Um, he's got an album called Zurich. And uh, I'll post I'll post it. Dave, <laughs> I'm trying to wrap up the show, okay? All right, great. All right, so um, if you want, I'm going to be posting all the information about everyone who was on the show uh, today um, and how you might be able to find their music, their poetry, their activism, their videos, whatever it may be. Um, so thank you again. We're going to end the show with his, uh, his track, uh, Despierta, and a little poem, of course, to boot beforehand. As dawn gathers beyond the dark, We are invited to embark to the blue mystery. The birds call to it daily, but sometimes it seems we can only dream it into existence. Thanks for listening to the Common Thread Collective. Peace, y'all. We love you.
17: That's
0: thank our sponsor, Organic Valley Family of Farms. They're fantastic, um, not only to support the Common Thread Collective, but also in their work to to uh, support uh, family farmers um, around the country, over 2,000 family farms that are producing organic foods, uh, dairies, and um, also are they're sending lots of food to Standing Rock Camp, and they always have supported, like in uh, during Hurricane Katrina and um, and uh, more recently the hurricanes down in Louisiana. So thank you, thank you, thank you to our friends at the Organic Valley Family of Farms. Uh, we th- we love you, and we're in gratitude for all your work and standing as an example of a cooperative, a successful cooperative.
6: están los sentidos dicen que hay silencio cuando no hay motivos, cuando se despeja y vuelas del nido sé que alguien será comprendido cuando sepan que algo nuevo se ha movido cuando encuentre eran huellas del olvido y vuelves a tu rincón sin saber y vuelves a tu dirección sin saber que hay algo más Tendrás que volar Huellas del olvido Conozco, solo sé de ti por fotos, pero sé que ese día llegará. Supongo que el día que logre tenerte muy cerca, si mi vida no ha cambiado, será vuelta a empezar, porque luego lo echaré todo a rodar. Te quiero. Aunque sabes que no es por tu dinero, no Y si quieres te demuestro, yo me subo a un avión Y me tiro de cabeza por ti No sé qué haremos, decírselo a quién No sé si está mal o bien Martina, yo te escribo esta canción porque lo siento Porque nadie ha dibujado ese momento. Y si hay alguien esperando, eres tú. Y si hay alguien esperando, eres tú. Y si hay alguien esperando, eres tú. decírselo a quién no sé si está mal o bien te quiero si te veo a lo mejor no me atrevo pues siempre controlado en el misterio de hablar simplemente ese día llegará simplemente ese día llegará supongo que al momento Llegará desesperado No será tarde para ti, hablo el regalo Cuando veas, cuando escuches mi canción Cuando escuches, cuando cante mi canción Cuando escuches, cuando cante mi canción